Welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast, or if you are new here, a very special welcome. I am so, so excited to have you here. This episode today, you guys, it's it's going to be a little bit different than my usual episode, and you can probably see it is a lot longer than my usual episode. Um, you know, some people love longer podcasts. I always try to keep my podcast at like an hour, 30 minutes. Um, but this, this episode ended up being like two and a half hours. Yep. Two and a half hours. We had a lot to say. Um, and I thought about splitting this episode into two because the first half is really just me and Henry sitting down, having fun and, um, you know, retracing our steps of our love story and and how we came to be. So it's a lot more just like personal. It's a very, very personal first half of the episode. And then the second part of the episode is us answering all of your guys' questions. So answering questions of, you know, like tips on moving in together, you know, our, our keys to a successful relationship, how we handle arguments and fighting, our favorite things about our relationship, things that we do together, things that we do separate, all of these questions that you guys asked on um, my Instagram story, we answer in the second half of the episode. It's a lot more uh, personal development-y than the first half. Um, but like I said, I, I thought about splitting it into two and then I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to keep it all together. Um, you'll even hear us talk about it in the episode of like, oh, I should split it into two episodes. And then I just, I just decided I wanted to keep it all together. But I wanted to pop in before I play it and let you guys know if you are not interested in hearing my love story and, and want to just jump to the, you know, the questions about relationships and us just diving into talking more about like our relationship now, then skip to like minute 55. Um, or even if you want to like listen to the, the first half and then listen later, just know it kind of splits at like about minute 55 if I had to guess I don't know because I have to put the intro in and then it's gonna change it all but um yeah the first the first hour truly is like just a very very personal episode of me and Henry just sitting down and talking about our story um and I love it I hope you guys love it I hope you get to know me better and just get to see a little bit more into my life and get to know you know the most the most important person in my life um so yeah, so I, I hope you guys really, really enjoy it. Um, but then again, the second half is where we will dive into answering some really juicy questions and, um, you know, having fun with that, having having fun sharing a lot of value, a lot of real value. So just wanted to pop in and give that little disclaimer. Um, and yeah, I'm really, really, really excited for you guys to hear this episode. I have been wanting to just share this part of my life for a really long time and have Henry on the podcast. We had so much fun. Um, So yeah, without any further blabbing from me, uh, here's the episode. Hello guys and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly with Maddie Maple and Henry Lou. (laughs) 
This episode, you guys, is a long time coming. I long time have, coming. <laughs> I have been wanting to do this episode literally since the start of uh, my podcast. It's been something that I wanted to do, and it was always put off or something got in the way. But finally, I didn't put it off. I put it off. I put it off. I feel like this episode is going to be a lot of Henry calling me out on things that I say. No, it won't be that. We're a team. We are a team. And uh, I'm going to call you out. (laughs) Like I said, this episode is uh, an episode that I've been wanting to do for so long because I talk so much about my previous relationship, a toxic relationship, because it kind of started my whole confidence journey, self-love journey, all that good, good stuff. So you guys know a lot about that relationship. And I do talk about mine and Henry's relationship every once in a while. I just did my gamer boyfriend episode, which was a hit, one of like the biggest episodes I've ever done. So you guys know a little bit about us, but I really, really have just wanted to bring Henry on and share a little bit more just about my relationship and our life together because he's the biggest part of my life uh, other than my business. And my intention with this episode really is just to share about my experience, my my love story. Uh, He's also probably going to make me laugh a lot during this. Um, Share my experience with honestly just choosing choosing the right person to be with um, because I chose a lot of the wrong people and I finally chose the right people. So I want to share our story. I want you guys to get to know us better. Also, I just think you guys are really going to fucking love Henry and I think this is going to be really, really fun. Um, and I also want to just share about like being in a healthy relationship after being in a toxic relationship, our habits, our communication, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I have a ton of questions that you guys asked from my story. So uh, I'm kind of going to just like interview us. I'm going to be the interviewer and the interviewee. Um, and yeah, baby, thank you so much for being here. Say thank hello. You. Thank you for having me. Hello, Breaking Butterfly audience. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not going to be too weird, um, but I'm <clears throat> just going to have fun with it. Yeah. I love you. I love you, baby. We're going to have so much fun. So first off, first off, first off, uh, our story. This is like a loaded question. Ever So everyone wants to know just our story. How did we meet? Like our timeline, our relationship. Me and Henry fucking love to just like talk about this and reflect on it. She got in my truck and never left. End of story. <laughs> yeah, that's the very short version. But let's, I don't know how to make this like short, but also like the long, like this needs to be the medium long version. Medium long version. The medium long version. Okay, baby, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. I guess uh, we first met in 2017 at DOS Energy. Um it was just one of our, it was her very first festival and it was actually my first festival where I was actually kind of excited to go to. I'd kind of step away from that scene along um, for a while and uh, I was almost ready to be done with it, honestly. And uh, it was just something that um, I felt like I, you know, I didn't realize I needed so much in my life, but more or less just I thought that chapter was over and done with. So 
Um, we met because, yeah, she got in my truck. She needed a <laughs> ride. I was one of the late inclusions, so I had an empty truck. And, you know, it was me, uh, my good friend Cyrus, and then uh, it was Maddie and her friend uh, Foster. Foster. <laughs> Foster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to go get gas, and Foster banged my car door into the gas station pole. So, like, that was a great intro. I was already heated <laughs> after that. But no, yeah, she got in my truck and I was like, oh, who's this cute girl? No matter. She mm-hmm. literally got zero of my attention to begin with. Yeah, zero. Like we, so it was like this new group of friends, right? And I didn't know anybody. And everyone's like getting in the car to like go to the festival. And like one of the guys that we were with is just like, oh yeah, just go get in that white truck. Just like, just go ride with them. It's Henry. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we hop in the car and I don't think we even talked that festival we met that was just when we met yeah we really didn't even start i guess a relationship until i guess after the fact where you know she wanted to go to more events and it turns out that you know where (laughs) i lived at the time any event yeah any event i had to go to i had to inevitably pass by her house and pick her up so that's kind of where the relationship started she i she i was the maddie taxi literally the maddie taxi yeah to events for a couple months exactly and it just kind of started there i would you know we'd I'd take her to the show uh, we'd go with friends or whatever and i'd pretty much just drive her around everywhere because yes. well fellas big brain tip have subwoofers in your car i had two 12s in there yes. and it bumped a uh, rip yeah uh yeah i think after that after i heard the subs Every time we went to a festival, I was like, okay, I know my place. I know what car I'm getting into. But wait, I want to stop us really quick because I just realized I should have just had you introduce yourself first instead of just getting right into the story uh, and have everyone just get to know you a little bit better. And I just realized this. And so I'm cutting us off. Can nah. you <laughs> okay, Can so, you tell everyone just like, yeah. just who the fuck you are? Who is Henry Lou? Uh, I guess I really don't know how to answer your question. Mm, where are you from? Uh, also another loaded question. I was born in Iowa City. I moved to Vegas when I was 13. Went mm-hmm. to high school out there. And then uh, shortly afterwards, uh, went to college. Didn't go so well. <laughs> Joined the military. I was in the Air Force for seven years. And mm-hmm. uh, one of my last duty stations, it brought me to Utah. And that is where I inevitably met Maddie. Mm-hmm. I'd lived there for about two years before we met. And I wasn't doing anything prior to that. I was going to work, lifting weights. Uh, I competed in bodybuilding at the time. So yes. my social schedule, I guess you should say, was non-existent uh, besides the gym, eating, and work. So I think it kind of worked out all at you know kind of at the same time where you know the, the build up to uh, us meeting and uh where I had just I guess another new lease on life where I just had a bunch of fun but yeah that's basically how that happened um I grew up playing ice hockey mm-hmm. played lacrosse lots of sports a bunch of sports I played football um all the sports pretty basically much. all the sports yeah I was decently good at everything so you could call me the <laughs> Jack of all trades, king mm-hmm. of nothing. Drums. 
Oh, right. Okay. So I played instruments, obviously. I'm Chinese. So He's I acting the piano. like he doesn't know who he is right now. And he has so well, many. Well, okay. I don't and you also like say. Deep dive into who I am. And you. No, I feel like that's what people. Okay, sorry. Want a little bit. And also, you say you're doing nothing. But you weren't doing nothing before you met me. You're winning bodybuilding shows. I did win. Yeah. Okay. You're training. He trained people and their bodybuilding shows. That's true. Played all the sports. Did play all the sports. He's pretty much like the most popular person I've ever met. Like you can't go somewhere with Henry without being stopped like 80 times. I was prom king. <laughs> he was prom king. Something like that. Yeah. Prom king. But that's pretty much it. Court. Yeah. Mili- I don't remember. Military for seven years. And yeah. Then Air Force. Utah. Yep. And then what? what is your biggest, what are three of your biggest passions right now in your life? Currently in my life, uh, it's it's Maddie, um, <laughs> cooking food for Maddie. Yes. Um, and and giving Maddie cuddles. Yes. Good answers. Good answers. Thank you. Thank you. I've prepared all weekend for that. <laughs> um, also, video games, obviously, which we'll talk about more. Yes, we will. Festivals. Festivals. Music. Lewis the child. Lewis the child. Zed's dead. Mm-hmm. Zed's bread. That's <laughs> okay and our friends of course and our friends absolutely perfect okay i just wanted everyone to get a better better idea of like who who you even are first so that's my boyfriend uh so we met at dos and i kept getting in his truck because we kept going to shows and of course and here's the best part too is like I loved drinking back then and Henry never drank so he would just like drunk people annoy me period <laughs> he hates drunk people so we would just it was like the it was like the perfect setup he would just pick me up on his way to the shows I would get a free ride be able to do whatever um and it was fun we weren't that close we were just whatever he'd just drive me it was definitely a platonic relationship to start out with where it was like hey I didn't have anything else better to do other than drive to shows to go with hang out with friends and i was just there yeah she was just there on the way and it was that was that was basically it that was so so then how did it how did it evolve retracing our steps man it like you know i think it ran through the course of winter because we met in the fall um ran through the course of winter i was going through big life changes at the moment i'm just separating from the military um going and then changing going to school full-time so I guess I really didn't have an identity outside of the military yet where I really knew what I was doing or how I should be, you know, whatever, what, you know, basically who, who I was, who, who I was supposed to be or, you know, what I was going to be studying, anything like that. And it wasn't until the next year, um, to where, I don't know, I guess I would realize that making her happy made me happy mm-hmm. and... You know, I think at first it starts with like the whole like, you know, friendly kind of platonish, platonish gifts <laughs> platonish. Um, where, you know, I, I felt like he loved giving me gifts, you guys. <laughs> so, OK, I'm going to take over for a minute. Oh. He was actually kind of dating one of my best friends at the time. And us three would all we went on one date. <laughs> we would all hang out together. We were the bad bitch squad hilarious and and, okay so how it really started to evolve is I wanted to start going to the gym and I knew Henry went to the gym so I was like hey can I come to the gym with you like can I work out with you and he was like sure whatever 
<laughs> we, we started working out together and then he started kind of okay one day dating my best friend and we'd all hang out they kind of liked each other and he would just buy me gifts he would like get her like maybe like a little something but he would just buy me a fuck ton of gifts he gave me a louis vuitton backpack it's fake would, would give me, doesn't matter it's real it would he would get me stuff for the gym just anything that he thought that i would like he would just yeah it was me. a pair of leggings like yes. i don't know i was just okay so i had gotten a lululemon like gift card right is for one of my just whatever and <laughs> i went to go shop there and i was like well what am i gonna buy here i was like nothing and it really didn't i had you know zero like basically motive behind these things other for the fact of like oh hey like maddie would really like this this would improve her life like i guess I was a little more thoughtful back then, I guess. Um, but you were more thoughtful back then. Oh, okay, so I'm not thoughtful now. No, I'm just kidding. That. You're very thoughtful now. So, and I think it kind of turned to like, oh, like she would really like this. You know, obviously she's like, you know, a younger girl. She can't really like, I wouldn't say like buy things on her own, but it's just more taxing, you know. If she, he was my sugar daddy. Okay. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Good you're my sugar mama now. Yeah, now I'm the sugar mama. <clears throat> We can we can talk more about that too, like our balance and stuff like that. Yeah, it is it is it was it is it was and it is a good balance. Um, so yeah, I just I bought her I got her a pair of leggings and I was like, oh, she'll really love these and yeah, I she, did. She really did love them. Yes, and then it just kept coming and kept coming, and I think it was like how I feel like it happened was like our love like seeped, it like it snuck up on us like it kind of just like it, it really did seeped in we're like we we're just best friends we were just hanging out we would like go to the gym together we'd get food together never once in my mind and i feel like this is different with a lot of people like girls and boys that are friends there might always be like that like certain level of like oh like do i like him or whatever and i never even thought that i was just completely platonic and then all of a sudden he's like giving me gifts and all of a sudden, I'm, like, thinking about him all day. And then all of a sudden, I'm, like, working. I'm, like, I wonder if Henry texts me. And I'm, like, why do I even care? And I remember this was when I still worked at In-N-Out Burger. And I remember sitting there, like, talking to my friend. And I'm, like, if you miss someone, like, all the time, does that mean, like, you like them? Like, am I, am I in love with him? Or is this just, like, I just miss him as, like, my friend? And she was, like, do you think about him all day? I'm, like yeah she's like dude i think you're in love with him <laughs> like uh no no it can't be it can't be i'm not <laughs> and uh i feel like it just happened for both of us where we just started like caring more and more about just each other like not even romantic just we just really really cared about each other and that each is, other being happy yeah that is true i think sorry if you had anything else no um, i'm done yeah it was just it was like you know my i would say this in a weird way but it was like a fatherly instinct a daddy instinct <laughs> um no where i just you know i cared for her well-being and obviously i could see her like you know her own personal growth from just when i you know met her and she wanted to improve on herself you have obviously mm -hmm. like in the gym and you know, step out of her comfort zone and really like uh, just take the necessary steps to, you know, really like make that leap from when you were 20 to 21. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's a big jump. Obviously, you have so much more responsibility. And I always preach that 
you know, you, you hold yourself more accountable when you're older as mm-hmm. such. So I just, I, I don't know. It, it was very protective at first, but not in a way to where, you know, if she went out, I would be jealous or anything. It was just, I, I really did care for her, like, as a friend and as, as a person, mm-hmm. you know, I think, which is why, like, the gifts thing, it was just such an easy, natural thing. Like, I gave her these gifts with absolutely zero motive. You know, there was actually no sexual tension there mm-hmm. whatsoever um, mm-hmm. to begin with, which is like, kind of crazy because you're like, okay. Like, yeah, I think she's cute, but, like, you know, she's, like, my sister cute. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> now we sound like we're from the South. No. Sorry, people from the South. Usually, well, yeah, but usually men, and this is the best part about our relationship, and, like, my first, uh, like, question after telling our story that I was going to ask us is, like, or or what I wanted us to talk about is, like, how being friends first affected our relationship because... I think that a lot of, uh, I don't know how to say this. Like, this is also a belief. This is like my perception, you guys. This isn't like true. But I feel like in my reality, I see mostly men only doing things with the intention. Like with a, uh, what do you call it? Like ulterior motive? Yeah. Like an ulterior motive. Like all of my friends, I had so many good guy friends growing up. And like they all ended up, you know, just having ulterior motives at one point or another and then we couldn't be friends anymore and henry never expected anything from me anything from me he just he just cared i did just care you're i very think cute. yeah well oh, you're very cute <laughs> anyways uh <laughs> excuse me um yeah i think that's truly where it kind of i guess you should say blossomed where you know we're really just hanging out or seeing each other almost like daily at this point mm-hmm. and uh um, talk about my birthday oh yeah so that was definitely <laughs> around the time of we had friends come in for like get lucky and then like you know maddie of course she got all cute and dressed up and mm-hmm. oh yes she got mad at me oh yeah um <laughs> day what is it Wait, wait, are we are we skipping months? We're not skipping months, right? This is that's March. This is March, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. we're good. Okay, so she, I, 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 we had a party bus lined up. Um, I went the first day. I couldn't go the second day because I was coaching a, a friend of mine um, into his first physique competition. So I actually had to drive myself to the show the second day. I was devastated. <sighs> I was devastated. Guys, I was just trying to play it cool, low-key. It totally worked. Create the dependency. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I showed up to the show late, and uh, as soon as I got there, I didn't text her or anything or let her know that I was there. I was just there. And if she found me, well, then she found me. And she is ultimately did. And oh, I was living. She was not happy with me. <laughs> I was livid that i don't know why she was so mad we weren't dating or anything and and this is this is about the moment that my friends started saying like is henry your boyfriend and i was like no ew like absolutely what? not absolutely not and they're like well you're kind of treating him like that and like getting mad at him as if you were your boyfriend like i would like facetime him like when I was like getting or like after I'd get dressed and be like, how does this look? I'd like just text him all day. If he like didn't comment on my Instagram pictures fast enough, I was like getting mad at him. Like oh, yeah. we were like in a relationship 
Um, yeah, so he showed up late. And when I finally found him, I was like depressed. I was like, oh my God, he doesn't care about me. He doesn't even want to come and like be with me at the festival. So then naturally after the festival ends, instead of riding in the party bus back, which we all paid for, she got in my car and we drove back home. Yeah. And waited for the party bus to get there. Yes. And then after that, it was my birthday. Ah, yes. Her birthday week. Week. (laughs) Birthday week. Week. My 21st birthday. I threw her three parties. Okay. I didn't throw her my personally, but I made sure she had like three different celebrations. He pretty much threw me three parties. (sighs) No, I didn't. This, This was the moment where I was like, okay, wait. No one has ever been this nice to me. Or, like, done this much for me ever in my whole entire life. First, we had... What did we even do? First was Party Favor, I think, right? At Sky. No, it was... No, we didn't go see Party Favor at Sky. Who was it? I don't remember. Oh, oh, I do. Martin Solveig or Blau? No. No, no, no. Those two were afterwards. Oh. Um, It's, like, more, like, partier, like... Tritonal. Oh! No, it wasn't Tritonal. Are you sure? That was the one where you snuck in. No, that was before Sorry, my guy. birthday because if it would have been for my birthday, I wouldn't have snuck in. I got to I got to do a calendar reference. Okay, go do the calendar reference. Uh, and while he's doing that, so I we ha- yeah, we had a we had a couple parties. We had pretty much like a whole week of celebrations where he was just spoiling the fuck out of me. And I remember this was like We went to see Cash Cash. Cash Cash. Yes. See, party favor, cash, cash, whatever. Totally different. Totally different. Um, But this was, I remember being at Cash Cash and giving you a hug. And like, we just said, like, I love you, like as friends. Like, I was just like, I love you. Like, whatever. Like, thank you for all my birthday stuff. And I remember that being the first time where I like said that. And I was like, wait, (laughs) that feels weird to say. And it's like one of those things where it's like, if you like someone uh romantically you like can't really just say like oh i love you because the real i love you is going to come like further down the road but if you're just friends it's totally fine you can be like oh my god i love you so much and i was like oh fuck wait i'm sorry babe can we back up a little bit yeah so like two weeks prior to this um oh no i went to ultra right oh yeah okay this is kind of important okay yeah so before that, I went to Ultra to Miami um, with my friends, obviously, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We, uh, my one of my best friends, Fabian, one of my best friends, Bjorn. This is my favorite story. This is this is the one. This, this is this, the story. This is the story. So we're obviously, you know, had a great time at the show. Get back to the room, and we're you know we're just having these post festival talks, right? This is the first edition of Between Two Beds, <laughs> because. We were just laying there in between two beds. Anyways, sounded kind of weird. <laughs> um, so we're we're talking and we're just like, yeah, you know, like what about you, Henry? What are you doing? And I was like, well, you know, like I, I, the 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 biggest thing that I value, <clears throat> and we're obviously we're talking about girls because we're boys. Um, we're like, yeah. what do you value in a girl? Like, how do you see? I'm like, well, you know, she's got to be able to match kind of my my charisma, my machismo, you know, my energy. And obviously, you know, she's got to want some things for herself and be independent and really to be able to, you know, just basically kind of keep up with me. Because I think at the time I was just, I was so bored with, I don't know, 
relationships in general to where I was like, I guess if they don't serve me, then I'm not going to put my energy into it because I was placing my energy into everything that I had and which way direction I was getting burned out. And so mm-hmm. back to the question that actually Fabian asked me, thanks a lot, Fabes. Um, <laughs> he was like, well, you know, you, do you think Maddie could be that one for you? And I looked at him and I was like, how dare you? <laughs> and then I thought about it some more and I was like, well, you know, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Like, obviously we'd been exchanging messages. I sent her snaps throughout the show. Mm-hmm. My Cinnabon. My Cinnabon. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, ongoing joke, the cinema remix, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm his Cinnabon. You are my Cinnabon. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, so um that was like my first realization i i don't know why it took me that long or i guess i just had to talk about it because i didn't really think of it like that to you know like where my innate like me caring for maddie had turned into oh like you know i could possibly have a relationship with her because i guess the thought never really occurred until then excuse me and then um Right, so I get back from Ultra, and I get sick as a dog, naturally, mm-hmm. and who is there but Maddie mm-hmm. with two different kinds of soups, mm-hmm. cream of potato and chicken noodle. Was it really those two soups? I'm 100% sure it was those two soups. You remember it that vividly? Yes, because you're <laughs> like, I like cream of potato, because it's what I always drink, and I'm like, I'll have that. Mm-hmm. So me and Bjorn are dying in our house, because we're sick, and we just obviously traveled and everything, and... <laughs> Yeah, Maddie like nursed me back to health and I was like, wow, she's really nice. She takes care of me mm-hmm. when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. And this is thought- right after it's already circling your mind of yeah, Fabian being like, exactly. is Maddie that girl? So just even her doing small things like that, like showing that she cares and she could just be like, oh, you're sick. Like, okay, I'll see you after. But like, you know, taking the time to actually come bring me and make me soup, mm-hmm. even though we're just friends, whatever. <laughs> Um, and yeah. what's crazy is even in this moment, it's like, I, I wasn't even like, oh, I'm going to go take care of him because I like him. It was literally just like almost second nature of like, oh, Henry's sick. I have to go take care of him. It just, thank you. It's just, yeah, it was just what I instinct almost. It is instinct. Um, so after that, then we get to the birthday, right? Then it's the birthday weeks and I'm like, okay, like, you know, I think I kind of like her. Let's make her feel super, super, super special. And we're going to do everything. And it, in worked. Her... it worked guys. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to do everything that we can to make sure she feels loved. Make sure, you know, just cause you know, 21 is kind of a big deal. You know, you obviously you're able to go out your drink and like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, I, I think you're finally an adult. Um, I guess in society's eyes or just, you know, in terms of what you're able to do or you can't do, you know, like yeah. obviously no one can, you know, you can go to the club now. Oh man. Yeah. Huge. It was almost like my jump from being a little girl to more of a woman, except for, I feel like I didn't really become like, a well, woman it's until just, I was like 22, you know, you but... turn, you turn, you, you turn 21 and you're allowed to do stuff that you weren't yeah, able to I when you're grew 20. up a little bit. I feel like. Right. A little bit. So then, you know, you do the birthday week thing and... We got in the car after Cash Cash. Hang on. Okay, sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Yes. No? She tried to throw... I threw birthday cake at her. I wonder No, her... no that was after. That's after? Okay, Because sorry. we had already... I apologize. Know. So we got in the car. Okay, I'll tell this part. So we oh, got in the car. 
This is the moment. This is it. This is it, guys. This is it, guys. So this has to be it. <laughs> this has to be it. And um, so we get in the car after cash, cash. You know, I'm feeling good, having my birthday celebration, uh, feeling a little loosey goosey. We get in the car. I like tell him to play my favorite song, uh, "Closer" by the Chainsmokers, but the Jaws remix. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. Second drop, third drop, second drop, babe. Second drop. I really love that song. And once it dropped, mind you, okay, we were in the car with Cyrus, Henry's in the front, and then me and my friend are in the back. The friend that Henry used to kind of date. There's another friend back there, too. Yeah, but I don't know who it was. It was Laura. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. It's Laura's birthday today. Oh, no way. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Laura. Laura. <laughs> we did not mean to do that, but yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Laura. Um, and so we're all in there and that my favorite drop drops. And I don't know what got into me. Like at this point, we had never even talked about there had been no like flirting, no nothing. Except for I do think that he grabbed my waist. I get lucky a little bit, like a little flirting. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that was just in my mind. <laughs> but so the song drops and I don't know what got into me but i got up out of my seat i leaned over i was in the back seat and henry was in the front seat i was just on my phone minding my business just minding his business just hanging out and i just gave him a big fat kiss on the lips in front of everyone and uh i don't know what happened after that i I got out to pee got out to pee and the cop showed up. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember and that. He was like, hey, come on, don't do that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going home. <laughs> Hilarious. But before that, so I kissed you. What was your first thought? Woohoo! <laughs> no, I uh, I don't know. I was like, oh man, uh, she made the first move. Because I sure as heck wasn't going to do it. Yeah. Because I feel like that violated the trust agreement. Yeah. Unspoken trust agreement. Not that I'm saying that like I was never going to happen, but like she just did it first. She beat me to the punch. Yeah. You know? And that is the best part about all of this, you guys, is he was he was never trying to make a move or or do anything. He was just like purely just there and was supportive and loving and fun and yeah it kind of scares me that if i wouldn't have made the first move he never would have but i feel like he would have i feel like it was a slow burn yeah and um also i i feel like because i just have to put this in here because you know it's breaking butterfly on a manifestation level on a manifestation level like once he opened like pretty much the energetic portal of like maybe the possibility of us being together in ultra when he started thinking about like oh wait could it be maddie like could we like you know whatever be together just opening that up and like admitting that to himself it's kind of like my story that i tell about you know like modeling and stuff like that like i had to finally just like admit it and like almost like put it out there into the universe that that could be a possibility and after that Apparently, I felt it or something because it just, I don't know, you manifested me a little bit, I think. I totally did. 
totally manifested me because I just it was almost out of nowhere and so aligned um how many minutes are we at 32 okay so I kissed you yep after that enter enter the like whatever romance whirlwind whatever cat and mouse you name it (sighs) we did it all it was just uh i gotta do that again how do i get to that position again um yeah it was just kind of i don't know um i was just like ooh, like i would like to kiss her one more again yeah frequently yes on the mouth yes um and we did we did. Yeah, I don't obviously. know how. Oh, yeah. We ha- we went to my other birthday party and I got oh, yeah. really drunk and I they got me a birthday cake and I accidentally threw it on the ground. She dropped it on the ground. I dropped it on the ground. I picked a bunch of it up, started throwing it at Henry, and then I kissed him in front of all of our friends. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> and everyone was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Because this was like... This was not a thing. This was not a thing. Like, no one would have ever guessed. No one would have known. Actually, except for now, sometimes our friends say, like, they always kind of knew. But they had no idea. But they had no idea, and I just kissed him in front of everyone. So then after that, it was just ups and downs of... So, okay, and this is a part I kind of want to, like, talk about more with the intention of teaching a lesson to you guys, right? We've just been having fun, just retracing our steps and talking about our story But after this was the time when I brutally broke up with Henry like seven times. It was like four, but it still felt like a hundred. I feel like it was like a hundred times. And here, so at this point in my life, I, I was still young, right? And I think that I knew... I and and this was the question I got asked the most, like on our Instagram stories uh, questionnaire thing, um, and and just like the question I hear the most is like, how did you know that each other were the one? Like, how did you know like this was it? Like this was the relationship, and it wasn't just like another another fling type of thing. And for me, I think that it was, uh, you know, I I'd, I'd break up with him because I'd be like, oh, I don't like him. Like I'm I'm I don't, I don't even know what it was. I think I was just terrified, but I didn't know I was terrified because deep down I knew that this was like for real. And if I was going to be in this relationship, I was going to like, like this was it. Like I was going to be in this relationship. And I think like deep, deep down I knew that. So it scared the fuck out of me, but it took me a long time to realize that that was why I kept breaking up with Henry. But once I did, I realized, wow, I keep breaking up with him because I know that if I am going to be with this person, like I'm not going to break up with this person, which is terrifying. Uh, why are you making that face? Uh, I don't know. I was just kind of that. That was kind of confusing. Oh, what was confusing about it? I feel like you're just more like scared. Yeah. And like didn't know what you wanted. I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. Exactly. Like I didn't exactly. That's what I was trying to say. So. I'm trying to say, like, I didn't know if I wanted that serious of a relationship. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yes. I didn't I apologize. Know if, you're totally fine. Thank you for saying that that was confusing. Because I'm sure that I'm confusing all the time. But, like, obviously, I don't have anyone with me to be like, Maddie, what the fuck are you saying? So, um, I, I didn't know what I wanted. And this is where 
I was still young and I like almost came to a point where I had to decide like, okay, am I going to go with this person that I know I'm going to be with like forever and it's a lot more like serious relationship than any of my other relationships or am I going to keep going to the bars with my friends and like going backstage at shows and just like just being a a 21 year old girl and I can I could still be like my young girl party self with Henry but it was like almost this decision of like am I going to take this path in my life or this path in my life um so yeah, I broke up with Henry quite a few, quite a few times. And I think I took it as like the first few times where I really didn't want to pressure her into having that title. You know, I think that scared her the most where it was like, oh, we're in a relationship. It's Henry and Maddie, you know, yeah. like where you're kind of labeled together all the time. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't want that for her. I understood that, you know, obviously she just turned 21. She wants to be, you know, a single girl and do single girl things. And, you know, I didn't want to put that pressure on her to where, it was like, oh, no, you're going to be in a relationship with me or not. Like, you know, it was just more or less like, you know, I know what, I guess, you know, the the outsides, if you want to put it, like holds for a single girl. Like, mm-hmm. I know what that scene is like. And, you know, I just always told her, like, heed the caution and, you know, beware and always be safe. And, you know, kind of like that, that whole, you know, protective instinct. But there's never really a whole like, oh, I can't believe you're doing this, this and that. Um, to where it was like, I, you know, I just wanted what was best for her all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. I really did. And whether that meant it was going to detour, you know, my own goals or not, like I was going to move on with my life no matter what. Cause at this point, you know, I'm doing school, I'm thinking about moving to LA and, you know, cause that's where I truly wanted to be. And, you know, I always said I was going to do that. And, um, while I had Maddie there, I was just like, well, I need to exhaust all options and put like, you know, my whole energy into giving this girl a chance because I think, you know, like we covered on it before. And like Maddie said, um, if I was going to be in the relationship, I was going to be in this relationship. Like there was no other ones that even intrigued me at all or even like excited me. Yeah. And there was like no like levels to our relationship. We couldn't just be like, oh, just like kind of dating uh talking talking having fun anything like that it was like if we're together we're like we were gonna be together we're like together and like i think that was the most yeah the most terrifying part for me and And i I was so confused that was the biggest hesitation i think on her part and like i said i didn't want to pressure her into that at all so it happened a few times um (laughs) mostly before shows yeah uh, once at EDC, awesome. Thank you again, Fabian. <laughs> um, but it all I was ended kind of up. A bitch, you guys. <laughs> yeah. It all ended up okay because you know I think ultimately. Wait, can mm-hmm. we tell him about the time you're like, let's go for a drive? Yeah, you can. But let's try and finish our story in the next five minutes so we can answer all of these like good questions about our. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay. This will be really quick. Yeah. Tell about so that. I'm doing my homework. I have an assignment due at midnight. <laughs> of course I procrastinated it because I'm a new student and I have horrible time management skills. Mm-hmm. I went to the gym three times that day. 
I needed to get this assignment done with a clear mind. And Maddie calls me and she's like, hey, let's go for a drive and let's talk. And I was I'm having like, a crisis, okay? She I was, was having, having a crisis, crisis. Okay. but I had homework due in three hours. I just started it and I was like, just like, Maddie, please, not right now. Not right now, not right now, not right now. She insists that we take this drive. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I knew this is why we're going on a drive. She's like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm just like, okay, fine. That's fine. Whatever. Don't do this anymore. We drive around. I'm like, drop me off. Like, okay, don't call me. And I ghosted her for about seven days. This is when I knew that I wanted to be with him and he was going to be mine. And if there are any boys listening right now and you're trying to get your girl back, just fucking ignore her. Just completely ignore her. It is going to drive her absolutely batshit crazy. He just did not answer me. At one point, I texted him. And he, he never posts on Instagram. Like rarely he posts on Instagram like 10 minutes later. I'm like, just to show me that he's on his phone and he's not answering me. He drove me absolutely insane. This is the most like psycho I've, uh, I mean, I was like psycho in my toxic relationship, but this was the most like psycho I had ever been about a boy to the point where like one night I literally went and drove past his house just to make sure he was there and safe. Just see what he was doing. (laughs) That'll teach you a lesson about giving me space when I need to do homework, huh? Yeah. And that was what I was honestly most upset about. That was it. I was like, just please, not right now. We can do it later. I need to finish homework. Yeah. And she just continued to poke the bear. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to talk to you for a week. Yeah. And I didn't. I don't have have a lot of patience. That was one of the, the worst, the worst ones, right? And, but after he ignored me, that's when I finally realized, I'm like, okay, I keep, you know, like we would get together and it would be perfect. And then I would like have this like identity crisis where I was like, no, this isn't what I want. Like I need to be an individual. I need to be by myself. Like, fuck this. Why am I even with him? I don't even like him. Oh, he's not even cute. I'd like go break up with him. And then he'd like ignore me and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't live without this person. Like I hold strong out there, fellas, (laughs) my boys out there. Keep that cold shoulder strong. Yeah, it drove me nuts. And this is when I realized I'm like, okay, I, yeah, I'm like craving being with this person. Like, this is the real deal, you know, the whole, I think I'm in love type type of thing. So we broke up a bunch. We went to a ton of festivals together, fell crazy in love, probably mostly at Lewis the Child sets. That was the set. Audiotistic. And then we went to Gold Rush. And then we went to Izu. Lewis Child wasn't at Izu. But Izu is like one of the festivals where I feel like I truly fell in love with Henry. And then uh, somewhere within this, Henry decided... I'm going to move to California. I had broken up with him, of course. So this is when she finally had broke me. Broke, we, we had already went to see Lewis the Child and we was like, okay, like this is like, I'm going to care for this person. Mm-hmm. And she, guys, people, <laughs> all right, you're listening. She still breaks up with me and I'm like, okay, I've given this girl all yeah. of my effort, you know, my undying attention. Yeah. Um, and basically, I, you know, I, I, I had exhausted all my energy in it. And I was like, all right, well, she's not ready. And, you know, mm-hmm. if that's was truly the case and, you know, I truly believe that we were going to be together again one day, you know, I, I didn't hang on to that. 
mm-hmm. more or less where it was like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I just always kind of kept it close to the chest where it was like, I needed to move on with my life no matter what she was doing mm-hmm. because that's what was best for me. I couldn't cling on to her and hope that she would just come around in a month, two months, a year, through two, three years, you know, to where it, was, it didn't matter how long it was going to take. I had to move on. Mm. So was I decided. Was that difficult for you? That was difficult because I felt like, you know, I had, I had, I feel like I had given it my all and, you know, and it's almost came up to me as like a failure, you know, mm. not so much like a failure of a relationship, but like, you know, kind of like a, oh, like I, I kind of failed myself where, you know, I, I, mm. I don't know. It just, I felt like a failure at that point because I was like, okay, well I tried my hardest and it wasn't enough. So that's okay. Um, I just have to so continue. Sad. Yeah, it was sad. What do you mean? So sad. Don't you know? say it again. So, <clears throat> yeah, I decided to move to LA and go to school out there, and I really wanted, you know, somewhere I wanted to be. So, I quite literally within a month packed all my stuff, called my good friend June, uh, who's going to be roommates with me in LA, and I was like, "We're doing this thing." So he all, honestly found the perfect spot, and you know, I, I, by you know, this was by the time this happened, this was like July to August. You know, the beginning she left me. The last time, like middle of July, and I was in L.A. by the end of August. Mm -hmm. And then the night, he doesn't remember this, I guess, but... I don't recall. He doesn't recall this, whatever, this moment, but the night before his moving truck came, he was moving to California, he asked me if I loved him, and I was like... This is the first time I'd like ever admitted it to myself or to him. And I like went over there. I went over there actually for a booty call. Oh, because yeah. he's like, we saw each other at the gym or something. And he's like, <laughs> one for the road or I don't know, something. <laughs> and so I was literally going over there to hook up with Henry one last time before he left. <clears throat> I was I was stoned playing FIFA. And he, I went over there. He was stoned playing FIFA. This is And girls, this is the first time I ever saw him play video games ever. I didn't even know that he owned an Xbox. It would like it didn't even occur to me that he uh, was a gamer. And he's like, "Yeah, come over, whatever." I'm like, "Okay, I'm coming over." I come over there. He's literally stoned playing FIFA, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? I've never even like seen this type of Henry before." And he's acting like he didn't know I was gonna come over. I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Anyway, I had no idea. I thought it, I was just like, "Oh well, I just threw a hail mary out there," you know. If somebody caught it, great. Oh, I caught it. I was like, I'm coming over. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. I was just like, okay, cool. Ha ha, you know, shoot your shot, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, So I did. And I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Getting high won't hurt. Mm-hmm. Boys were on FIFA. I was like, all right, this is cool. Well, let's do this. And I'm playing and she walks in the door and I'm like, oh my God. I'm here oh, for no. my... I scored the game-winning goal in pro clubs that night, and that was awesome. And I was not impressed at all. Had no idea what was going on. And, uh, yeah, and then I remember telling him, I'm like, yeah, like, I I do love you. And he moved, and those were some of the roughest months of my life because now I knew that I wanted to be with this person, and he had moved states, and – Finally, and I had just moved into an apartment with my dad, and I was like, Dad, I have to move to California. 
and I pretty much just told Henry, I'm like, I'm coming. Like, can I, can I come live with you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm coming. Like, I'm literally going to just pack up my shit and, and come down. And it was like two months before I just. Yeah. So I moved at the end of August and in there in like October. you were there in October. Yeah. And the rest is history. As they say. As they say. I packed up all my shit. Like he helped me just put all my clothes in my car and we just drove down together. Okay, and guys. And what I want to make clear is that we both put the effort in, right? It always takes two. Yeah. If effort is one-sided, that's not something that you need to be doing. Yeah. If you notice that, it's not something that needs to be happening because she drove down to Vegas to see me. Yeah. I flew to Utah. We met in Arizona. Yeah. She flew to New York. I flew to New York. Yeah. You know, the we effort. We met each other everywhere. Everywhere. I saw her at least every two weeks after I moved because we had talked about it and um, it was just like, I can't stay away. Yeah. There's no way. How do we make this work? How can we make this work? We yeah. we honestly talked and talked about it to the point to where, you know, it just kind of naturally unfolded, right? You know, yeah. you said you're just going to do it. And I had full faith that you would, <sighs> you know, do it and come out and contribute, you know, in terms of like, you know, you you got a job right away. It didn't matter what it was, you know, you, you worked mm-hmm. at a tanning salon. I was in school. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, it, it worked to where she was putting in that equal amount of effort. And this is what I was talking about earlier to where her energy really did match mine. Yeah. And, and we both wanted it we just as bad. We both wanted it just as bad. Exactly. So then I think that's the biggest part is like, you that's how you make it work. Mm-hmm. That's truly the, the keystone mm-hmm. of how you make it work. Both parties putting in effort, right? 200%. Yeah, 200%. And I think it's like... A big part of it kind of skipping to like one of the questions we'll answer is like what do we think is like the most like the keys to a successful relationship right and I think one of it is like giving it your all without like uh, like without like keeping score in a way without keeping score it was never like oh well I did this yeah so so she owes me this one yeah exactly it never was about that it was just about okay can we continue to stay you know is it's it's just very much give and take, you know, mm-hmm. and offering when you can and helping when you can and you know, really not holding that over each other to where it's like, oh, I paid for this, so you have to do this. You know, mm-hmm. it 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 never can be about that. Yeah. We just wanted to be together and we knew that we wanted to enjoy this life together and we just like God bless our roommates we, for letting it happen too. We just made it work. No, it was my dad. Oh yeah. So no, I still paid my dad rent for like three months three months while um like while i lived in california and we just we just fucking made it work somehow like i said i got a job two days after being in california like i slept i looked for jobs for one day and the next day or maybe it was just the next day i, I think went it was, yeah two two or three days yeah. it's like two or three days after i moved here i got a job i just i paid what i could i just we just tried to make it work and i think you know, a lot of times when relationships fail, it's like grudges. It's it's holding grudges or it's not putting in that equal energy. And it, it was never a thought of like, oh, like he needs to put in the equal energy. It was just like uh, unspoken, like completely unspoken. The effort was just there. And I think that also answers the question of like, how did we know this was it? 
Like, how did we know this was the relationship? Well, it was just all unspoken, like, certainty. It's never, like, a conversation. Yeah. We We just knew. We just knew. You just know, honestly. You just know. And, yeah, I think that's the best part is when you don't even have to question yourself and doing those things for each other. Mm. It's just like, I want to do this because I truly care for this person. And, and obviously I want what's best for both of us at, you know, at the Mm -hmm. time. So yeah, we made it happen and, you know, and that was it. So from like, you know, January, the beginning of the year, Mm -hmm. 2018, we weren't even talking to where, you know, 10 months later, she'd moved into a whole nother city with me and she just did it guys. Like she (laughs) just freaking ballsed up the cojones yes she just did it and you know i think i I admire her so much for that because to move away from home my first time moving is one thing right and it was just to just do it i think that's the biggest you know obviously you want to you know you everyone worries about you know your bills food you know stuff like that but like if you truly buy into that and when you're gonna believe into it you you make it happen people yeah and you truly do because i you know like i said the the courage that it takes to just take the leap Mm -hmm. you know yeah and a lot of people would you ever take the leap with me okay sorry sorry what is that called sorry oh my what is this a skrillex song yeah Would Um, would you ever would you ever right yeah he used to sing that to me <laughs> in his living room <laughs> when we were just friends. He wanted me to come move to California with him before we were even dating. Just a side note. And uh, uh, what was I just Side note, I never lost you really did. And then here we, here we are. And here we are. Doing and, the podcast in California. Yep. And yeah, a lot of people will ask me like, that, like how how did you move to California or like, was it hard for you to like move away and leave everything, especially for, I mean, we technically, we started dating in April and I moved in October. So what is that? Like that's six months. That's literally six months because my like half birthday is in October. True. So within six months I was moving States and just going to be with this person. And people ask me like, how do you do that? And I think again, it's like when you want something bad enough, I I didn't give a guys I was so broke (laughs) I was so broke and if I would have been without a job for more than like a week or two I would have been fucked like I wouldn't be able to pay any of my bills which was which is honestly kind of a lot like it's it's not just like a car payment and I didn't give a fuck honestly I was never like it never stopped me it never like occurred to me of like oh I might not be able to pay my bills. It was just the mindset of like, oh, I'm going to figure out how to pay my bills. I'm going to figure out how to get there. I'm going to even just figure out how to get gas to move down to California. Like it was so spur of the moment and just no questions asked and just spontaneous. And if you're thinking about moving, moving to California or moving to a different state, moving countries even, you will never feel ready ever. It just has to, you just have to want it bad enough and just no thinking almost no thinking uh so baby what was it like uh actually i don't think i have ever asked you this but i think i know the answer did you ever you never lived with a girlfriend before me 
Uh, this is my first time. Yeah. Actually, he's never had a girlfriend before me. Also true. Who <laughs> were each other's first. Also true. Um, <laughs> what was it like moving in together so fast for you? Or what was oh, it God, like moving it, in together at all? It it never really dawned on me because we had already spent so much time together. But I mm-hmm. think I wanted to just, I wanted you to, I wanted to make you feel welcome as much as I could. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember the first thing I did was I cleaned out my dresser because mm-hmm. I was just literally hoarding clothes in there from five years ago. Mm-hmm. And just like, I just tried to make enough space to where, you know, she understood and recognized that this was just as much as her space as it was mine because, mm-hmm. You know, it's very scary. You know, I couldn't just be like, oh, welcome to my room. Here's dude stuff everywhere. You know, I let her do her thing. Very collaborative. Yeah, exactly. You know, it really very much is a shared space, you know, because you are, you know, sharing a space with a person. And obviously, thankfully, we had our own bathroom and it was, you know, nice like that to where, yeah, I feel like she should be able to express herself in, you know, in what, you know, is a foundation as from, you know, like my room into our room, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think really on the guy's part is really just like to make her feel welcome. And I feel like I try to do that as best as I could. Mm-hmm. I felt very welcome. Did I do a good job? You did a very good job. Yeah. We like talked about this a lot, like after after you know like the kind of honeymoon phase of moving in together and um I was like so shocked to hear that he you said something like yeah I just don't want you to leave I don't want you to like well yeah of course I did because <laughs> it'd be like oh here's all my dirty stuff or whatever and here's welcome to my dude room I don't yeah. want you to, you know I want you to feel welcome and like yeah of course I didn't want you to leave you're just there I didn't even care I was like put me in a shack with this person and I will be happy I didn't even give a fuck I was just so happy to to be there but now when I like think back on it it was so cute just to uh, like he just had spaces already ready for me to like put my stuff in put my clothes in drawers empty for like my bathroom stuff and just but but speaking of you know people talk about like the growing pains almost of like moving in together there was absolutely none of that for us it was just like oh we should have been living together our whole lives but it's just starting right now and that's fine but there is no like uncomfortable uncomfortableness Mm -hmm. whatsoever like discomfort discomfort that's the one that's the word yeah and it just was very natural and i think that's what made it um you know obviously we're very blessed and i'm very fortunate i know maddie's very fortunate that we both were in a situation to where We just, above all else, wanted to make it work. Mm. And I think if that's your drive and, you know, obviously wanting to grow together and see each other and support each other, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, it wasn't, it's a no brain sacrifice to make. Like, yeah, of course I will clear everything that I have just to fit all your clothes. I had like one section in the closet and (laughs) she just like flooded it with all of her shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, perfect. Good. Now she can't leave. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I love that. Do you think that if, so throughout like this whole, our story and everything, right? Do you think that if we both didn't like know who we were or we both weren't like continuously working on each other, for example, like you were just going on like towards your goals. I was like working on myself a lot and, you know, kind of like establishing who I was in the world. Do you think that if we had met prior, we would have 
still been together or had the relationship that we have now? Definitely not. I don't think so. I don't think neither of us would have been ready. I don't think our identities or our egos would have been ready for that. Yeah. Especially because, you know, if, like I said, I, I did it because I needed to move forward with my life. Mm-hmm. And I think above all else, yeah, you have to continue that drive and that growth for yourself. And you have to be really sure of wanting to share that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously we'll get into it later, but that was one of our, you know, biggest arguments you know, we fought like monthly mm-hmm. because she was always in my, in my stuff. And like, I was like, didn't know how to handle it, mm-hmm. you know? So I think mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been successful if we, you know, didn't want that growth for each other. Yeah. And, and obviously ourselves. And I think we've both been in our fair share of relationships where you're not growing individually. You're just kind of like leaning on each other for like different needs and and then being in a relationship and I can say like the biggest difference between our relationship and other relationships that I see or have been in is just the fact that we are so dedicated to our growth not not our growth together like our individual growth and like supporting each other and working on ourselves and like being our own people and is that to say that we don't still well me specifically that I don't still get like you know needy or dependent a little bit like no of course there's still some of that there but for the most part it's like we know who we are without each other it's like sad to think about but like we know who we are as individuals and we love ourselves and we love where we're going and we work on ourselves and that is like essential and I think that's the whole point of we covered before, like the whole 200%. Like I can be 100% myself with her. Yeah. I don't have to pretend. I don't have to be all smooth, <laughs> you know. But It like, actually cracks me up when he like plays and <laughs> pretends to try and be Mr. Cool Guy. Listen, like I'm just, I'm, I know I'm a huge goofball. Yeah. And I love being a goofball. And I think that <sighs> me feeling comfortable enough mm-hmm. being a goofball around her is that that's what it really is about it's when you can be completely individuals together together exactly i can be me she can be her and we can come together and be this you know incredible thing really honestly so yeah i think that's that's something that people have to discover for themselves and you can't really mask Mm -hmm. your identity with one or the other you know you have to be your own person Mm -hmm. baby yes We need to talk about this. This is the perfect time. Okay, this is the time. Tell everyone about... I don't don't even know how to word this question, but you'll know what I'm trying to say. So, I'm very expressive. I like to wear my little rave outfits, post pictures of my ass, and I like to be very much myself. And I talk to a lot of people. I message a lot of people. I'm very... um, like, I, I don't know the word to explain it, but I do a lot of things that I think other women get almost like in trouble for with their men or like their men like won't let them post this or say this or be this way or dress this sexy. And how do you deal with that yourself? Like, how do you let me be myself so much and are so supportive of it? How do you not get like insecure or jealous or how does that even how does that even work and also do you have any tips 
for like relationships that are kind of uh restrictive in that way where people can't be themselves like how do men be secure enough to let their woman just all right well i guess yeah yeah, so uh to back up a little bit um guys if you try to hold your significant other or girls you try to hold your significant other back from doing what they truly want and what they truly love Mm -hmm. um then you need to ask yourself a question like what what are you doing there for right because if I were to be like, no, I don't like that, or no, you can't do that, what's, you know, why am I stopping her own personal growth, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's, you know, more loaded question to where it's like, hey, you know, it it doesn't, you know, I shouldn't be trying to hinder growth. I should be supporting that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always been very easy for me to be like, of course, go ahead, go for it, post that butt pic, I don't mm-hmm. care. He takes right. them for me. I, you know, yeah, exactly. I did actually. He literally you know? helps me make my butt look bigger in pictures. Like he will tell me how to put my hips and, and in the gym. Yeah, and in the gym. So it's not like you know I'm taking nudes of her and selling it on OnlyFans. Which if you do, <laughs> totally in your power. Uh-huh. Totally cool with you. Into your morals and ethics. Mm-hmm. Go get the money. Mm-hmm. Get the bread. Yes. But I guess very supportive of this. Exactly. And if you want, you know, if that's something you want to do, go for it. And I think that's, you know, also guys, don't be insecure. Mm-hmm. Really? If you're like, you know, messages and phones, okay, they're in the comments, they're in the DMs, whatever. Oh, you're cute, whatever. That should make you feel better. You're like, yeah, she is cute, huh? And I think that's always been, I get, you know, not in a, in a cocky, brash way, but like the meme says it all, mm-hmm. you know, you in the DMs, she sleeps next to me every night. Mm-hmm. We, we're not the same, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's the basis of that is the trust, you know, she trusts me to do my own thing and to be my own person when, you know, I go to a festival without her mm-hmm. And I trust her to do, you know, everything that she needs to do and to remain faithful because I do trust her. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no greater security than having the trust. And like, I have complete faith in her that obviously, you know, she won't, she won't cheat on me. She won't, you know, entertain other people or she won't, you know, go out. How do you really know that though? Well, and that's the thing. Like you just, that's it. I, I, you, um, Let's back up. She gives me reassurance, Mm -hmm. right? And that's really much all I need. And if you don't trust your partner's word, Mm -hmm. then I think that in itself is is something that you should probably be looking at. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, of course, I have no problem with you dressing sexy, looking cute. You know, I think that, if anything, that reflects on me a a great deal more. Mm. You know, and if there's any guys, if you're feeling insecure or any tips like that, you want just talk to her. Mm-hmm. that's it your commun- communication is key especially in this situation where you're feeling insecure having these doubts you're like you know hey like mm-hmm. are you doing this i need peace of mind whatever mm-hmm. there's you know yeah i guess and that's what you'd call like you know like 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 love true love mm-hmm. i will literally never go to a festival and entertain any other girls because they bore the crap out of me they are not my maddie Mm-hmm. they don't excite me mm-hmm. you know i think it's easy to be like oh look she has a great ass or great tits and like, like okay cool but she doesn't have maddie's heart yeah right and if you're not dating the person for who they are on the inside then you sure as hell don't deserve who they are on the outside mm-hmm. if that makes sense right yeah 
Yeah. So I think that's how to deal with the insecurity and, you know, like your biggest tips and stuff. Just talk to her. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, I want to see your phone. Like that's really insecure, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But even what about the boys that do talk to them and say, um, and this is like from, you know, messages that I've received from girls. It's like they wanted to get like lip fillers or they posted a picture and they'll like send me literal screenshots of their man texting her and being like, hey, like, I want you to take that photo down. And she's like, I feel confident in this. I feel beautiful. I feel sexy in this. Like, I feel empowered in this. Or she wants to get her hair done or get lip fillers. And they're literally like, ew, don't do that. That's so fake. Like, pretty much trying to change who they are. Yeah. Like, I, um, I don't know. I, I feel like I this is so foreign to Henry because yeah, he just doesn't understand this. I, I don't get that. You know, yeah. that doesn't, you know, why are you stopping another person from being them? Yeah. If that makes them look cute or makes them feel cute, like yeah. they're, you know, makes them feel even now you can just better about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I feel better about myself having this and this and this, like, you know, if you love your partner, shouldn't you support that? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very baseline question to where it's like, why am I trying to, you know, don't do that. It's so fake. Like what's fake about it? Yeah. You know, other than I guess the fake silicone that you're rejecting. But like, if you, like I said, if it I makes feel like you the f- relationship is more fake than the lips, right. if you're trying it, to change that person. Exactly. Or like hinder them from performing or, you know, feeling better, their best, yeah. positive, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anything like that. If you're trying to stop them from feeling their best or like doing their best or putting themselves in a position to where they can do their best, yeah. that's just not something you need, honestly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think this is like another level of like, when you know, you know, it's almost like to, to really trust someone, like going back to the, the trust conversation. And I think a lot of people struggle with trust because they've been like hurt in the past. And I will hear excuses like, well, of course I go through my boy, my current boyfriend's phone. I got cheated on last time. And how I found out was the phone I got cheated on. I found the messages in a phone and I have never once ever checked Henry's phone. I've only asked him like twice to say like, hey, who are who are you texting or like, you know, just just felt insecure about anything like that because in, in, in almost three years, twice, I've like asked about his phone. I've never looked into it. I've never even thought about it. I don't worry about who he's messaging who he's texting usually because it's just a big old sausage fest on Henry's phone of just talking about, I have a lot of guy friends. We bond a lot, but he's always on his phone. And I never say to myself like, Oh, well I got cheated on before. I, I have to be like so crazy about the phone. It's almost just this when you know, you know, and like, I just know deep down that I trust him and I just put my full faith into that. And if you listen to last week's episode with Dorothy, we were talking about like, the two levels of trust underneath, you know, your trust with your partner. You need to have trust in your greater good and in the universe and trust in yourself. And then it's fucking easy to trust the other person because I just, when you know, you know, I just know that I trust this person. And I think also when you love each other so fucking much, it's, uh, it's like, yeah, I, I just have no worries whatsoever about other people at all. Yeah, I, I, I honestly agree. And yeah. that's a, I think that's a great point. So, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, but I seriously, I don't think there is... There is... I've never seen any other guy on this whole planet be 
more supportive than than Henry is with like everything that I do. And actually, another question that I get a lot is like, how do you feel about my career and what I do? Because apparently my clients think that it would be a little difficult to deal with what I do. Uh, I don't think that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'd have to listen to what is difficult about it, but like, I am just, I don't know. As soon as you said, you know, like you've always mentioned, you've mentioned to me before that you wanted to be a life coach, right? Yeah. And, oh, okay. Like, sorry, sidebar. Uh I didn't know she was going to be ready to take that leap until she quit in it out. And this is like, right as I was moving to LA, she just did it. Because she wanted to get out of that. And I was like, oh, okay. She is able to handle herself in the way where she's like, I can step out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That is so important, right? So that's what segueing into this story. I had full faith and confidence in her that she was going to make it work because to even get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. is one thing, right? That's just going to produce growth no matter what. And you, you know going back to the whole like teamwork thing you trust that it'll work like yeah you really do just trust that it'll work um and i'm very proud of you i admire you very much Mm, for yeah of course for you know how far this podcast has come your content creation your courses your coaching your girls like it's very very amazing to me and very incredible where I'm, you know, she's self-employed now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can't be supportive of that, you know? She's yeah. her own boss. I don't know. So when you say like it would be kind of difficult to deal with, um and this is where I just fucking love you because he just doesn't <laughs> he doesn't understand does like, not compute. Does not compute some of, you know, the most typical like relationship issues of um I don't know, just, I mean, and it's good that we have our own things because, you know, I work like quite a bit. I mean, not, not that much to the point, like we spend so much time together because I'm always at home, but like I work a lot. I'm always just being coachy and spiritual and just like off doing my thing. Um, I don't know. I would have to ask them too, like why they ask that exactly, but they're always like, how does, how does Henry deal with all this? How does he handle it? But honestly, a lot of couples like when one person starts to grow more the other person tries to like bring them down almost because they I don't know they feel some type of way about it or they just feel I don't know uh I like I've had relationships where one person starts to grow more and the other person like tries to bring him down and Henry just fucking just supports me like crazy like it's insane if you just if you you know i think okay so that was a good point i feel like i kind of caught there um you know if you don't cheer if you're not you're like your significant other's like biggest cheerleader in their endeavors or Mm -hmm. you know whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. you know then like why are you with them yeah you know and i think that's the kind of just the main question to where you're just like it's always been easy for me to be supportive you know and I think mm-hmm. a lot of the most basic question is to be like, okay, well, like if Maddie quits her job, what's she going to do about bills? Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm fucking rich. Okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry. Um, no, we, you know, we made it, we make it, we make it work. Yeah. I, you know, this month I spend less on myself. You know, we are prepared to do this. I have save money for God's sakes for these yeah. types of situations. If you are not ready to quit your job, do not quit your job. Yeah. Okay. 
put yourself in a position where you are ready for that. Mm-hmm. But going back to like the, you know, the, you go back to the easy questions, like how was I ready to do that? Mm-hmm. I just let her do it. Like mm-hmm. just, you know, you want to break butterfly, go for it. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was a great idea. She has the passion for it. She shows me, she's already shown me the drive. I have full faith and support in her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess that, that, that if that answers your question, like that's why it was so easy for me. Cause I was like, yeah, hell yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. I'll be over here playing FIFA. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He was just so, so supportive the whole entire time. There was never also like never one ounce of doubt in me at all. And I love, I love that you just said save money people because I had absolutely no money saved when I quit my job. I just said, fuck it. And there has been moments that Henry probably doesn't even know that I had no idea how I was going to pay rent, how I was going to pay bills in the universe just comes through. So I love that he is being the um, responsible, mature adult here and saying, save money and be prepared to go do your thing because I am over here like, no, fuck it. Just, just quit. Just quit. Just do it. The universe delivered me. Yes, the universe delivered Henry. It delivers many more. Yeah, gifts. So yeah, I think that that, that was, does that answer the question. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He answered the question. Ooh, except when you get coachy. Yeah, he hates when I get coachy. No, I don't anymore okay. though. She doesn't anymore, but yeah. I understand. That I think that was another first like obstacle we had to deal with was when she was in this mindset all the time, yeah. where it's like you know she's learning so much and she's grasping so much and she just wants to like put everything on me and I'm just like sensory overload with all this information that you know like I I, I don't understand really you know kind of but we're you know to the point where I'm just like oh like holy cow like that's a lot you know yeah and so it definitely had to be like this you know work mentality leave your work at work yeah. Which is difficult, obviously, because of COVID and everything. And Well, I know how to ask now. When I first started yeah. coaching, I was super excited and I would just like want to solve anybody's issues because I now knew how to solve anybody's issues. <laughs> and um, yeah, it took us some time for me to know when to ask and say like, can I like, can I give advice? Yes. Like, that's this, the biggest part. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. But that was one of our biggest roadblocks for sure when I when I first got into all of this. Um, what? Okay, okay. So going in more into that question, this might be kind of a long episode, you guys. Are you good, baby? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because we have so many more questions too. I knew this was going to happen that we just take so long to tell our story, but it's so good and there's so many aspects of it. But I have quite like quite a few more questions that I feel like we should answer. So going deeper into that of uh, the roadblocks that we had to overcome with each other. So that was one, one little one. And I want to dive into like a couple other roadblocks that we have had and how we overcame them. So the first one I want to talk about is me playing games. You playing games? Me playing games. Or me playing games. You never really play games. Oh, we're not talking about video games. Sorry. Oh, not video games. I got excited. We, can, we should talk about both. Okay, we're going to talk about me playing games. Okay. And then him playing games. Guys, here's the thing. <laughs> you just don't fucking deal with it, okay? Yeah. That's that's churlish. Yeah. That's that kid shit. I don't... Gator don't play like that. I came from a relationship where I would 
throw tantrums and be manipulative to get what I want or hear what I want to hear. And I would like leave the house. And then, of course, you know, I, me and Henry start fighting for the first time. I'd like leave the house and I would wait. And I would wait for him to be like, no, babe, come back. And what would you do? Oh, no, I didn't play that shit. You want to leave? There's the door. Yep. Figure out later. And he was the most mature, responsible, like. We just don't do that here. We just don't do that here. I Okay. I mean, you did to start out, but like, I just, I I wanted zero part in entertaining any of that. Yeah. Text battles. Forget it. Yeah. You want to enter a text battle into me? You can come talk to me. Otherwise, we're not exchanging angry text messages mm-hmm. where things are thrown out of context. People's feelings get hurt because of what text messages say. We don't do that here. Yeah. Like I have zero tolerance and zero patience for any of that because what is that really doing? You know, what does that actually do? Right, babe? Yeah. You know, so I think and that was one of our biggest growing pains, too, is when we get upset, <sighs> you know, like I entertained absolutely zero games. So, guys, if you want to play those games, go for it. It yeah. only brings you more and more anguish. Yeah. And it was really hard for me to understand at first because that was just how I got what I needed sometimes. Like, I would, you know, start fights. I would be manipulative. I would, like, do certain things to get someone to be like, no, come back or no, I love you or or whatever. And that was one of my biggest struggles was when he just didn't accept that and that was now like it didn't work like I didn't get a reaction out of him it was like you know when someone bullies you and you cry they're gonna keep bullying you if someone bullies you and then you just like have no reaction they're gonna lay off and I think in this way Henry has helped me heal so much like I said still have issues still have we're definitely not perfect we're not perfect at all but there has been some fights and some roadblocks that we have very successfully overcame. And I, I think the bottom line, guys, is for guys especially, mm-hmm. is when you enter that, what do you call it, conflict, Yeah. right? You need to take yourself out of the conflict, check your fucking ego, yeah. and really just decide what are we doing here? Are we trying to grow together yeah. or are we just trying to be spiteful? and hurt each other through actions or words Mm -hmm. and if you can allow yourself to really you ground yourself you know you you check your ego you don't play those stupid fucking games Mm -hmm. what happens when you play stupid fucking games you get stupid fucking i don't know what do you always say you win stupid prizes oh yeah you win stupid prizes right i forget so just don't do it yeah and obviously it's not gonna happen overnight it's not gonna happen overnight guys like i said we fought monthly yeah. At least. Yeah. For the first year and in which we lived together. Just because of some stupid skirmishes, like who likes Diplo more? Yeah. That, that was, was literally one of our biggest fights. That was one of the dumbest things ever. Yeah. That was bad. I think you like Diplo more, though. I like Diplo way more. But I still like Jackie more. <sighs> I have a Jackie hoodie. I, 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 I have a Jackie hoodie. You get to wear it sometimes. <sighs> Guys, I don't have any clothes. Please I have help. all the clothes and he just wears. Send help. He just wears mine sometimes. Uh, oh, what were we just saying? I totally just lost my train of thought. It's okay. That's why I'm here. Yeah. So, you know, you play stupid games. You win stupid prizes, right? Yes. And one of the biggest oh. roadblocks, right? And and we still fight, obviously. Yeah, we have of course. Fights, and we still have fights where we do get into our, our egos, right? And 
you know, Henry's just mad at me and I'm pushing his buttons and he's getting angrier and then I just want to be right and so like I start just saying hurtful things to hurt him and he just starts saying hurtful things to hurt me and it's it still happens every once in a while but here's the difference now it's called awareness we are now aware of when we do these things and this was something that like my mentor helped me with so much and actually I don't think Henry even he kind of knows this not really but like my spiritual awakening and like my relationship with my spirit versus ego versus pain body 100,000% came from one of our fights it was like one of our biggest fights and that was when spirituality was like brought into my life and kind of explained to me because God knows our fights needed some clarity and awareness on you know when we're fighting and when we're in that that place where we're like hurting each other verbally like it's it's not us. It's just our egos and our egos want to be right so fucking bad. So now the difference between our fights when we would fight every single month versus now is we catch ourselves when it is our egos and we know when it's our egos and do they take over sometimes? Yes, absolutely they do. But we know how to catch it more if that makes sense. We're just better about it. And yeah. that's what it is. We continue to be better together yeah. while bettering ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important part of if you have these continue, continuing like, you know, squabbles with your significant other. Squabbles. Squabbles. Mm-hmm. Skirmishes. Flim <laughs> flams. Flirm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just to really truly like you know, taking into account on what you're working on and mm. really listening and being able to check that ego because once you realize that and you're like, oh, fuck, like I'm being spiteful just to be spiteful mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm having a tantrum just to throw a tantrum, nothing really is good going to come out of that. So you just really have to work on yourself and work on each other together. And yeah, they've been a lot better. Yeah. They've been a lot better, yeah. And I think one of the most important shifts we made is asking each other what each other needs like in those moments like in the moments where you're in like a really bad fight and you are like yelling at each other you know the the energy is high anger is high uh it's once you get out of it right don't don't necessarily do this like while tension is really high afterwards when you come together or at least this is how our fights are. We have the temper tantrum and then we like separate for a little bit, do our own thing. And then we come back together, cooled off. And the thing that we do that's the most beneficial is like, okay, next time when you are triggered and you're like freaking out at me, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to leave? Do you want me to leave the house? Okay. No. Do you want me to just like sit next to you? Okay. Do you need me to just like tell you that I love you and just like you know, reassure you that I'm not going to leave and I'm right here. Uh, Like, what is it that you need from me? And then vice versa, he would ask me, okay, when you're being a crazy psycho bitch and like just saying hurtful things, what do you need from me? Okay, well, I need you to do this or I need you to do that. And then you compromise. And then the next fight, you have a game plan. You have a game plan and you're like ready to go into that argument a little better prepared on how to like... Guys, if I'm not prepared for an argument with Maddie... (laughs) I'm going to get destroyed. I'm really good at arguing. I need to have a yellow legal pad (laughs) with all of my points written down. Yeah. And then we can enter a debate. Yeah. Oh, I always win the debates. 
I don't think Henry's ever won a fight, but that's not important. Uh, I've so, won like four. No, like two. Three. Okay, fine. Compromise. There you go. See that? See? Teamwork. The teamwork. That is how you solve a squabble. <laughs> Squibble. What did you say? It is a squabble. A squabble. And so our favorite show that we watch together is How I Met Your Mother. And in one of the episodes, I've been like thinking about this a lot. Robin and Barney go to like Lily and Marshall and they're like, how do you guys solve your arguments? Like, we can't stop fighting. Like, how do we solve it? And they start telling Lily and Marshall about their arguments. And Lily and Marshall were in like a huge fight. And they're like, you know, they, they, after hearing the other couple's problems, they instantly like forgive each other. And the other couple is like, what the fuck? Like, how did you guys just forgive each other? How did you solve your, your fight just like that? Like, I don't understand. And they're like, well, you know, the love that you have for each other is way more important than being right. Because you just love each other. Because you just love each other. And that's all it honestly takes. Yeah. It's way more important than being right or winning Winning an argument. argument. Exactly. Way more important. And I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, so that's me playing games. How did we overcome you playing games? And I just did a podcast episode about this. He's seen the support groups. He knows I have about 70 girls in group messages with me talking about gamer boyfriends and he hasn't listened to the episode, but, uh, what has your experience been with, you know, dealing with me trying to deal with you playing games? Well, guys, listen, okay, (laughs) man, listen, uh, YouTube, what's going on today, man? Listen, um, games, video games in particular, um, bring enjoyment into my life, right? Like I enjoy playing video games Mm -hmm. and I think it started out as a, you know, pretty harmless, like, uh, I want to play games, but I don't want to make Maddie upset or, you know, I was upset. I, right. (laughs) But you know, I want a game, but I, you know, don't. I don't know how to put this. Um, yeah, I just want to play games and not pay attention to my girlfriend, right? Yeah. Because I want to, you know, the boys are on. It's Friday night. Got the game fuel. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink game fuel then. Mm-hmm. But Sponsored. Ad. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Hashtag ad. Um, but yeah, I think my first like experiences with it was just like, hey, like, kind of get off my back. I just want to play video games right now. Yeah. And it was a thing where it kind of, you know, I had taken over the room, right? Mm -hmm. And I think one of our biggest issues with that was that she had nowhere to go except watch me yell at a fucking monitor or or TV. You were on the the, TV at that time. At the time where it wasn't separate. Like she didn't have her own space and she didn't have somewhere else to go to Mm -hmm. do stuff where it was outside of me shouting at Demon Slayer 97 <laughs> because he's beating my ass mm-hmm. and celebrating mm-hmm. all of his goals, triggering me, right? So I think... Um, and I'm like having a spiritual awakening, you guys, trying to like, you know, have my crystals and meditate and think positive thoughts. And I'm literally waking up in the middle of the night to like gunshots yeah, to the face. Well, yeah. So, how 
what were what was your thought process during this at first when it was like really really hard for us and i was just being needy and annoying um yeah i don't know like i just didn't understand why i couldn't like me playing games upset you so much yeah you know like i guess we really didn't have that boundary set to where it was like hey i want to play games for my own enjoyment not Mm -hmm. to slight you Mm -hmm. where you know you didn't take it as like a slight um but yeah it's more of like a hangout thing for me and like Mm -hmm. the boys obviously like i get to you know interact the boys exactly get to like talk get to hang out get to play games take your mind off of things and Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it really escalated during this uh, whole COVID thing where, you know, we're both home all the time now and she's seeing how much I actually game Yep. when I have nothing to do. Yep. And, you know, I'd wake up, I'd play a few hours, make some food, play some more, make some more food. And when I'm all played out, I play some more and, mm-hmm. you know, I'd play till like four or five a.m. sometimes. Yeah. And and then I was waking up at like seven <laughs> and our schedules were like completely opposite. Uh, how do you feel now after like now we will kind of how I was talking about in the episode, like we will plan days where we watch movies or we'll like make previous plans where it's like, OK, we're going to hang out this night or tonight we're going to do this tonight. We're going to do that. And then I've also set little boundaries with you of like. You know, when I try and talk to you, like, please take the headphones off, stuff like that. Was that hard for you to, okay, I'm asking this because I think a lot of girls are trying to set boundaries with their boys, but their boys aren't really having it. Like, they just are being kind of stubborn about the games. Was it hard to, like, set boundaries? I'll take care of this, babe. Yes. Guys, if your priorities in life are you want to game more than you want to spend time with your significant other. Mm. You do not need to be in a relationship. Wow. You um, absolutely 100% are not ready to be in a relationship. If if gaming means more to you than the person you love, then you really, I guess you really don't love that person that much, right? Like if I'm being completely blunt and honest. So that was a realization, honestly, that I had to make and that had to come by. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, I thought just even existing in the same room was spending time. That yes. is not spending time. He thought being present with me was like just be like being in the same room, no matter if he was playing games or sitting on his phone. Guys, I'm not perfect, okay? Yeah. All right? I was playing I Path, Path of Exile, it. okay? I had my seeds going. I had to get my level 99 armor <laughs> my God. that I never got. Ridiculous. And I think that's the most important part to where it is, you know, completely... It is on both parties to, you know, recognize that, hey, you, you know, this is something he enjoys. I'm going to let him enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. But also for the I mean, guys, you know, if they even listen to this point where it's like, hey, hello, mm-hmm. is this thing on? Do you actually love gaming more than your girlfriend yeah. or your wife or yeah. your partner? You know, and if the, you know, if the answer isn't an unequivocal, you know, no, I don't. I would love to spend time with my, you know, significant other. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, what are you doing in a relationship to begin with, right? Yeah. So I think that's something I even had to like come by myself, you know, even though we're, you know, very in love and, you know, I love her very much. I was like, oh, well, like, why do you need me 24-7, you know? And yeah. it's like, yeah, I, I want to spend time with her sometimes. And it's okay to not, mm-hmm. you know, tell the boys no. Even mm-hmm. though they, you know, it is the boys, right? Mm-hmm. Right. 
So, but I also had to be understanding of like, it's the boys. Exactly. And the boys are on. Perfect. Like, Perfect. And see, that's the thing. That's the biggest separation. That was the, like, the biggest growth, I think, that is to be made. When it's like, okay, the boys are on, like, you know, obviously if they're compromise. exactly it's compromise. Like she lets me play for like ten hours at a time sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, when the boys are on. But you know, when they're not and we're not doing anything, like, you know, obviously I wanna pay I wanna pay attention to her and I wanna spend time with her. Yeah. You know, make her feel loved and you know mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I think that's to the point to where we are now. You know, if I know she's working, I sneak in as much gaming as I can. Yes. As long as all my shit's done. Yeah. Period. Right. And, you know, if we're going to make dinner, she asked me what my plans are. And like, if the boys are on, she's like, okay, cool. I'll take a bath, you know, do whatever. And we can hang out later, mm-hmm. you know? And I think we've done it's really, perfect. yeah, exactly. We've done a really good job in finding a balance and I'm not like, you know, hanging out with her thinking about gaming, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, oh my gosh, like I got to beat that boss or, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, cause I usually just play Call of Duty and, or FIFA. Excuse me. And um, yeah, I think that's the biggest point that you have to like truly ask yourself, right? Yeah. Is that so perfectly said? Oh, you're, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, you know, so like, what is games to you? Does it enhance your life? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, then well, <laughs> maybe put the remote down. Yeah. And we just watched Ready Player One, and I thought oh, it was right. very cute at the end where, you know, they are talking about, you know, just shutting off the games for two days because reality is where things are real. And I do understand now that games do enhance life. They do. And I actually, like my dad uh, made video games for a living. So I grew up just games, 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 games all of the time. And so I do get it. I do understand it to a certain extent. But I think uh, on another note, like Henry does help me check myself when I am asking like uh, it's it's like asking like the right amount of time to be spent together versus times when I'm just being like needy for no reason because we even had this yesterday where I've just been being like too needy like in between games like coming tapping on his shoulder showing him this showing him that like just being almost uh overly needy because maybe something in my life is not being like fulfilled or met so I like go to him for it and being like too much and he helps me like check it in those moments I am being like codependent or needy or all of these things which I feel like a lot of people might look at our relationship and not think that there's still issues like that but there most definitely are still like wounds and traumas from previous relationships and stuff but what I'm trying to say is he helps me like notice when it's unhealthy and notice when it is healthy to be asking to have time spent together or when it's like too much which I think is important very very important um okay this episode's already so long maybe we should do two parts should we do two parts like a background like a our story oh, I could cut it into our story and then and do. then like question time right that's genius. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Because I have a couple more questions. Yeah, let's finish Should it up. Should we do out. it right now? Yeah, of okay. course. Okay. So, that's such a smart idea, babe. You're, You're welcome. Five Thank head. You pro- 200 IQ. <laughs> Thank you, producer big, Henry. Big brain play. Um. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. Sorry, I'm reading now. 
sound. Maybe I'll keep it in. You hear that? <laughs> Call an ololi oli oli oli. Hilarious. Okay. Um, one of the questions that we were asked, which I think is kind of interesting, is are there any things we prefer to do alone that other couples do together? And what do we like to keep separate? Hmm. Interesting question. So we weren't huge activity people to start out with. Yeah. Because I think, you know, once you initially move in, you just want to stay the fuck inside. And yeah, exactly. Lazy days. Lazy days. I want DoorDash to my door and I don't want to change out of my pajamas. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of days like that. And she's like, oh, I love this more than anything. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're not going to, we're not going to. I still love it more than anything. (laughs) We're not going to do anything different since you love it so much. And I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Right. So, okay. I'm sorry. What was the question? That, That was, that was basically like kind of a segue into this. Yeah. The question was, are there any things that we prefer to do alone that other couples do together? And like, what do we keep separate? Like what, pretty much like, what do we like to do together? together? Um, And what do we keep separate? Okay. Well, Maddie hates all things action movie and nerd based fantasy tale. Like movie uh, theaters. We've never gone to a movie. She hates all the movies I like seeing in a movie theater. I'm not going to watch a comedy in the movie theater. I'm going there for the big screen sound effects. I'm watching Lord of the Rings in there. Yeah. And she does not like Frodo Baggins. I do not like any Lord of the Rings. She doesn't like any of Lord of the Rings, guys. Like, what am I dealing with here, right? What am I working with? She ju- okay. But wait. I do like Harry Potter and well, Star you just, Wars now. We, we just watched, watched them, okay? And so we love watching shows together. We, I think, okay. So that that's a that's a good one, right? Yeah. Is we that love watching shows together? I've watched the entirety of One Tree Hill with her. Yes, guys. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> that show is fantastic. So good. It tells such a great story. Mm-hmm. Then we watched his favorite show together. How I Met Your Mother. And it's has now trumped every other show for me. Thank you, because mine's superior. It is. Uh, One Tree Hill is important in my life, but it um, is superior. Thank you. Yeah. But and I think that's the thing is like she could see that, you know, where why i like the show so much you know mm-hmm. it just it tells such a like i said it's, it's, it's such a great story there's so many mm-hmm. funny moments and like you know you we've already made like five references like on this yeah, ep- you know episode. like you start you just it's, it becomes a reference thing mm-hmm. and you know i think that yeah that's that's just it like we love the shows obviously um we've watched a bunch of great shows together mm-hmm. you know. i think some of the things that we keep separate is like we we don't really talk about like my business or anything like that or like we will share little things about like school about business and stuff like that but we're very much on our own personal growth journeys doing our thing and we support each other through it and we share wins and stuff like that but i think that's important to keep your own space you yeah know, and to still be able to be yourself yeah. Because like, you know, then it, it gets to, cause obviously, you know, like we're not, it's not like everyone is, Oh, I'm going to be a doctor. This, I'm, this is my whole path. Yeah. Plans change. Your goals change. Mm-hmm. You, obviously you change. So I think what we like to keep separate, maybe that other couples do is, you know, they like talk about, I, I don't even know how to like their career wise together. I still yeah. don't even know what I want to do. Right. Yeah. Maddie has a good idea of what she wants to do. 
And, you know, I think sometimes that scares the shit out of me because it's like, oh, man, she has it all figured out. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's kind of a it's a difficult question for me to answer because I'm like, oh, I want to do this. And then the next day I'm like, oh, well, fuck that. I want to do this. Yeah. You and know, we just so kind of keep those things private. We keep well, you know, like we'll share and then we'll just, you know, we'll keep those things separate, especially when it comes to mm-hmm. things like, I guess, finances. Um, mm-hmm vice versa where it's like not like you know i'm i'm hiding things from her but it's like you know we're our own people we're our own people i think that's the most yeah that's exactly that that, that's exactly it yeah you know so um stuff i like to do by myself uh play video games (laughs) what else do other (laughs) couples do together that maybe we do separate i think one is like the one thing that uh surprised me the most is when i told you like I was talking to people about how Henry will go to festivals just with his friends. Oh, yeah. And I've had girls be like, what? Like, you let your boyfriend go to a festival where, like, everyone's dressed like that and people are taking party favors and, like, you just allow your boyfriend to go with a bunch of other boys and you're just okay with that? I'm like, fuck yeah, absolutely. And I can go anywhere at any time with just girls by myself. And it's completely fine. Yeah. So I, you know, like the whole like dependency thing, right? Or like the, what, are, what do you say with the codependency, codependency. thing? Codes, codependency thing, right? Is that, you know, you got to have some boys time, right? Yeah. And vice versa, you know, girls need to have girls time where it's, you know, obviously like, you know, thank Maddie for this too. She knows I'm not going there for any other reason but to spend time with the boys. Yeah. Like we go out like like uh our one of our, our most recent trips. We flew to the gorge. We went to the show. We flew back the next day. Yeah. You know. But I'm was, not worrying about him dancing with other girls yeah. or looking at <laughs> other girls or nothing like that of that sort. That's his. And I I never get jealous either of like oh why am I not invited? It's like. That's a big part of it. Boys trip. Yeah, exactly. Fucking boys trip. Fucking boys trip. Yeah. And, okay, and I so trust like, the boys. Exactly. See, so like I feel like that's where I was just going to ask you, like, why can you make those trusts and stuff like that? How can you? Yeah. You know? And it's just, I think, yeah, like, how can you? Yeah. It's just, not, it's like, it doesn't even cross my mind to think that, like, you would be there for any other reason except for for the music and for quality time with your friends there's just it never even crosses my mind at all even with having horrible things be done to me in the past and having trust broken it's just not um yeah it just doesn't cross my mind that's his time and i can tell you 100 percent. i've done a few boys trips and there's not maybe like five minutes that goes by where I'm like, damn, like I really wish Maddie was here yeah. or I wish she was here. I've definitely like, crashed a boy's trip. Uh, Made yeah. it a girl's Couple also of, trip. Hell yeah. All. Yeah. Boy's trip slash Maddie. Yeah, exactly. It's probably um, how it'll be forever. It'll. It, that is how it'll be forever. Except for the ones that I like except, to do by yourself. Yeah, exactly. That are all dubstep. Except for the ones that are dubstep. Exactly. Or slander. But I think it's also just this level of like, um, just uh, who, who we are as people. Okay. So like, let's just say this and I might like burst a couple bubbles here. If you're not trusting your partner and you're worried about them, like going to the bars, you're worried about them going to different festivals, you're worried about them just being on their phone at home. You have to ask yourself, like, 
what kind of person are you are you dating like that you would actually think they would do that and then you might say well like no like my boyfriend really is like the nicest guy ever he would never do that I don't know why it crosses my mind I hear this a lot right like no really he is the nicest he would never do that to me I don't know why my mind is going there you have to ask yourself well your mind's obviously going there for a reason because if you were confident in yourself and your relationship and you were getting the love that you need and you were dating a really really good person you just wouldn't be thinking about that you just don't it just never crosses my mind to be like oh i'm gonna go with the rave with the boys and try to hook up somebody <laughs> like what what the hell is that that sounds laugh. that sounds awful yeah then you're like all weird and i don't know i guess i've never really found the appeal like i respect people's space yeah and yeah i just respect people in general enough to where it's like I'm not there yeah. to go try to hit on girls. Like, that just sounds retarded. Sorry, not retarded. Stupid. That just sounds stupid to me. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. So, like, I'm literally there to get faced with my bros. Yes. <laughs> that is why we're here. I'm here to get laid. I can cut that out because they need the context in the picture. Right. Um... Um, okay. Next question. And we've kind of been answering this throughout like these, these episodes and throughout the conversation, but I want to bring it up one more time to make sure that we hit everything. What are our best tips for a successful relationship? Listen, Mm -hmm. listening, Mm -hmm. not just hearing, not just hearing. Yeah, exactly. Listening. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow, yeah, I don't I don't know. I think you looking within for a lot of people it is to check that ego mm-hmm. and to really take into consideration that hey, like, you know, you are in a relationship with a person that you love, you know, or you know, supposedly love. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you willing to I guess do for them and making sacrifice no, sacrifices like comp- compromise. Com- compromise. Yeah. Um another big thing is, you know, oh, we can touch on this right now getting to know their love languages and how they wish to be loved. Because I think a lot of the big things for us to begin with was like, how do I communicate that to Maddie? So she knows that I love her. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I tell her how I want to be loved? You know, I think that's the biggest one because you could literally drain all of your energy trying to show someone that you love them and they are not receiving it because that's not their love language. They literally do not speak that language. It doesn't translate. And then you could be like, you know, just trying to like get love from this other person, but they don't know that you need it in this other way. And I feel like we got pretty lucky where our love languages are very, very compatible, especially because my love language is very, very strongly like physical touch and words of affirmation. Thank God Henry loves to canoodle me in public and we're very like, you know, our friends probably get a little annoyed that we're a little they don't get annoyed. Uh, they love it. We're very like... They like seeing us happy. Yeah. But we're very pda and like boo-boo bear all the time. And just very, I love you. You're so cute. Like all of the time. Yeah, that is that is true. And I, we got lucky in that way that we both are that way because it's very difficult if you are that way and your significant other just doesn't like showing affection yeah, that way. Yeah, you know, you can't, you can't be like cute one way and be like, hey, cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like if you are someone that feels love through like lots of I loves you, I love yous and you're so cute and little notes and like kissy touchy and you're dating someone that doesn't like to like really show affection in that way. I'm so sorry to say this, but I really don't think you're going to have a very happy relationship. It is difficult to understand each other on not your own love languages, but like also also your partners. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we are very fortunate and we're very lucky that like, I guess you could call it like playtime mm -hmm. where we can fit that in throughout the day where I'm just like, you know, I can act like a complete child. Yes. And she loves it. Yes. And we can, you know, it's, it is words of affirmation through there. And you know, like I, I love giving her gifts. She likes receiving gifts. Receiving Boom. Gifts. There we go. <laughs> Easy as pie. Yeah. Although I haven't been very thoughtful lately, but that's okay. That yeah, it's fine. That's okay. I still love you. Thank you. I love you too. And I think again, like it's kind of funny. This is why I love podcasting so much is like we can talk about things, but when you like start telling a story or talking about something like and recording it, different things will come out that you didn't even realize. And I feel like one of the main things and the main like lessons that keeps coming up over and over again is compromise. And I feel like we never really like talk about that or have realized how big that is in our relationship. But now that we like share, it keeps almost like coming yeah, up. Yeah, it is a recurring theme because I think it's so easy for us, right? Yeah, it's so it's, easy. It's easy because, you know, we've made it easy. We've yeah. communicated to each other like, you know, hey, I would like this to be done. You would like this to be done. Okay, how can we meet in the middle? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I could say this for for this thing, you know, to one of the, our, you know, we were talking about video game roadblocks earlier was how can we continue to solve this? Maddie's launching her business. I am on my fourth dungeon raid. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> not, not really, but you know, like I'm gaming all the time. She can't create her business like this. So, you know, she needed her own space and we went about truly addressing that into now where she has, you know, her own office. Mm -hmm. She can hang pink shit everywhere and oh, not, yeah. not have it bother me, mm -hmm. you know, and I have my own, you know, we have our own other room where, you know, I have my games and, you know, it is our place it's to. so perfect. And that's, that's, I think ultimately, you know, you're going to go back on compromise and I'm glad you think it's perfect, baby. I love you. Mm -hmm. Um you know, you, you compromise like that, you know, she's like, well, I need to have my own space. And you're like, you, okay, well, let's, let's do that. How mm -hmm. do we accomplish that? You know, sacrifices have had to be made and mm -hmm. for our relationship to continue. And it was to the point where it was like, we cannot go further if we do not have this separate space. Yeah. This was, you know, this is a, one of the big issues. Right. And you can make it work here and there, but in the long run, we just, there is no way that it was going to work. Yeah. And thank God that, you know, we're both willing to make it work and we moved into a new apartment. Mm-hmm. And That's perfect. Oh, she's miles happier. Yeah. I'm miles happier. Mm-hmm. If we're in a fight. Blow go, up the air mattress. Blow up the air mattress. <laughs> Here's your blanket. I'm not dealing with this right now, right? Yeah. And it just gives you that availability, you know? And I understand if you're not in the position to where, you know, you're able to do that. But I think We're that's what space... Barely, even though yeah, and we just make it happen. That's what I'm saying. You you find a way. You get together. You say, this is, this is what needs to happen in order for this relationship to move forward and to improve. Mm-hmm. And you make compromise and you do it. You really yeah. do work together as a team. Yeah. And I think that's... Because you care just more about each other being happy and you care about the greater good and experiencing life together. That's really it. 
and and same with like uh going back to the love languages thing like if you can't compromise with your significant other like if they say to you hey I feel love through words of affirmation can you just like tell me you love me a couple times today and just like give me some reassurance if you can't make that small compromise and sacrifice and just do that one thing you do not want to be in that relationship get out get out (laughs) just get out because it's so uh it should be effortless effortless to make (laughs) effortless to make those kinds of uh sacrifices and it's not even a sacrifice it's just like yep this is something we got to do it's something i'm willing to do it's something i want want to to do do. exactly jinx (gasps) buy me a coke Coke. we're still still saying the same thing thing. see that see that guys that's just basically rehearsed yeah that's basically how it goes not rehearsed and that's the thing like you know you spend all day and you know if you're not willing to do these things like willingly guys yeah you know hello yeah. If this is difficult, then, then like, what are you out. really doing? Yeah, exactly. What the, what the fuck are we doing? And that doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard sometimes, but it's it's hard in a different way. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's just hard in a different way. It's like I can almost like relate it to my business in some ways too, where it's like, it's it's hard, but it's not as hard as like working for someone else, doing something you don't want to do, being told what you want to do you're being told what to do all the time it's still hard but it's not that kind of hard because you want to be doing it it's for something that you love it's for something that's worth it and then you you never want to like quit it's never like oh this is so hard I'm gonna quit it's just like oh this is so fucking hard what are we gonna do about it um but one of my tips and best uh or or keys to like a successful relationship that we haven't touched on is not taking things too seriously and being fucking silly as fuck together that I personally think or at least for where I am in my life right now that is the key to a successful relationship is finding someone where like you're just kids again like my goal in this life is honestly to get back to a childlike state. More mature, you know, more lessons behind my belt, but I want to literally be a child again, running around earth, running around this playground, just having fun and laughing and being silly and goofy. And like, that's pretty much all we do. We just run around like little kids, make kid food, eat snacks in bed, watch kid shows. But while having your shit together. (laughs) While having your shit together. But like... We're so weird together. I agree. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Being weird, having fun. Like I said, that playtime. Yeah. And very important. Just playing. Just exactly. Enjoying each other's company. Yeah. I can literally make robot noises at her and she knows the fuck I'm saying. Absolutely. Beep, beep, boop, pop. Beep, beep, boop, pop. Beep, beep, boop, pop. That means I love you. Yes. In robot. (laughs) And it's... It's just a certain level of... That's a good one, babe. Yeah, just being playful. Right. Like, that's what you should be in a relationship for, is just to, like, fuck around and just have fun. With each other. Fuck around with each other. Yeah, fuck around with each other. (laughs) Yeah. And see, it doesn't even occur to me. And then another key to a successful relationship. What do you think? What's one that we're missing? (laughs) 
Um, what do we have? We have we get to we get hit love languages, I think, compromise. Uh, I know a good one. Okay, go for it. Unconditional love. Yeah, is the key to a successful relationship. Agreed. Because I think at some moments for me, it's like when it gets hard, or when things like we've gone through a lot of phases together of like kind of different phases of of life especially with covid and like life changing a lot and just learning to love somebody what are you doing nothing learning to love somebody like through anything like anything at all right matter i mean yeah yeah just in sickness no money or just like having um just just difficult moments of life not letting the letting the love waver and just like loving them so much i think yeah i think here's a perfect example guys and it's usually always about finances right it's being really stringent it's like if maddie needs help with something like you know she needs to pay pay you know she needs help paying for something yeah i don't take half a second thinking about it Mm -hmm. to ask her how much she needs Mm -hmm. and i think that's what she means by like you know and that's just a finance thing you know for unconditional love yeah right and this is just one example but where it's like you know i want her to succeed so i'm not gonna stop her in any way i'm gonna help her yeah in every way that i can you know and that i you know obviously the love has to be there Mm -hmm. right you're not dating just to date yeah right i think that's that's the point more or less what i'm saying yeah yeah it's it's no matter what the circumstances are it's just yeah it's just unconditional i mm-hmm. think that's a good one what else are we missing i think that's it really i think yeah those are like three pretty big points okay right you love language compromise yeah love unconditional love. just love just wanting the best for each other yeah being silly knowing that like we can like grow together yeah or like, you know, like, okay, here's another, here's another one, guys. Mm-hmm. I knew Maddie was the one when I could recognize that she was going to make me a better fucking person mm-hmm. and that I wanted to be better for her. Mm-hmm. That was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Once I made that realization, I was like, okay, she's got to stick around somehow. Yeah. Right. So I think that's another. I love that. Sorry. Yeah. Side tangent. I love that you just added that in. Yeah. Perfect. That's important. That's so perfect. Uh, okay, so then our last questions are, um, okay, so what's it like having separate spaces? Already covered. It's amazing. Best thing that's ever happened to us. <laughs> it's an essential, honestly. It is very essential, but it is also essential to have, you know, your space together, but have somewhere you can go separately, yeah. if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, you don't need like a six-bedroom house or anything. Yeah. You just need areas to get away to from get away each from other. Each other. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now the next questions are like our favorite things and like the best and worst. So, Mm, um, mm -hmm. what's the best and worst part of living together for you? Mm. The best thing and the worst thing. Okay. Best thing for me is that, um, you let me fart on you. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know. Is that I can go to bed, wake up is my best fucking friend next to me all the time we mm-hmm. cook together we eat together we tell each other about our day we ask each other about you know how we're doing mm-hmm. and not just that just communication but it's like living with your best friend like every day i have so much fun mm-hmm. and it's like the same stuff over again we laugh all the time that really is the best part like i i have so much enjoyment maddie brings me so much enjoyment i'm so proud of her 
Mm. And that I can, I just, I don't know. I just, it brings me so much joy just to be around her. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the best part. Yeah. Not even in a, in a cheesy way of like, oh, it's like living with your best friend. It's like literally. No, actually living with your. It's like having a sleepover. Yeah. With it's, your best it's, friend it's every night. Fun. Like I laugh my ass off. She hogs the bed night. though. That kind of sucks. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no apologies. Uh-huh. I just want to cuddle. I know. Okay. Worst part of living together. She clogs the sink and the bathtub because she sheds. Mm. Okay. See that's that? really the worst part. See how quick that was? Okay. It's kind of a nuisance. Yeah. But that's like not even bad. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I love that. I don't even know what the worst part is. What is the worst yeah, part? Yeah. No, I'm saying that's a good thing that that's oh. the worst part. Okay. Well, the worst. Uh, good answer. Maybe another worst thing is, I can't even think of one. See? Yeah. Like any like drawback? Because, yeah. um, I mean, you, we have our own. Our own spaces. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to like really deal with you. Yeah. When you're doing your own thing. You let me do my thing. That's another best part. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Learn about each other's spaces. My, what's the best part of living together for me is that, yes, we do everything together. My favorite is like, we still take every single shower together. We rarely ever shower without each other. And um, we loofah each other. We wash each other's bodies. He helps me wash my hair. He brushes my hair for me in the shower. <clears throat> helps me blow dry my hair. She, like, literally just takes care of me. That's probably my favorite part. Glowing recommendation, guys. Just take care of your fucking girlfriend, okay? (laughs) Jesus. Is it really that hard? Come on. It is for some people. I I understand. I understand. (laughs) Which is sad. It is. That's... I don't understand. But my other favorite part, what's the best part about living together? (sighs) I feel like I need a different one. Like a... Yeah, I know. See, you let me go first. Good one. See? Yeah, I'm going first next time. Okay, well, I mean, it's too bad. What's the best part about living together? Oh, boy clothes. I have two <sighs> wardrobes now. Henry doesn't own clothes. I own all of the clothes. I let him wear mine sometimes, but they're all mine. All the hoodies, all the t-shirts, all the boxers, all the socks, everything. It's Guys, mine. I don't even have shirts anymore. Yeah, they're just mine. Very sad. And the worst part about living together is, I'd probably still have to say games for me, but even though it's so much better now, we have separate spaces, but if I had, if I had to choose, it would just be like, I just wish you had a place you could just go and no, I love having you right here. See, see that? I don't know. Um, what is our favorite thing about each other and why? Mm. Oh wait, no, I get to go first. Okay. My favorite thing is, okay, there's two things. One, it's like in our relationship, my favorite thing about you is that you do just take care of me like crazy. You take care of me. You let me be myself. You support me 100% through anything. Uh, Yeah, probably mostly that you let me just be 100% myself. I never have to filter anything ever at all and then my favorite thing just about you like in general is uh the way you make people feel I don't think you even realize Henry does Henry doesn't even understand like the the energy that he has he's he's new to the whole energy manifestation he does use manifestation in his video games now which is really fucking cute but he's new to the whole you know his vibes but 
I think he underestimates his vibration and the vibration that he holds because people are just drawn to him and he makes people feel really fucking good. He makes everyone feel like they can be themselves. He makes everyone feel like they are loved and um, yeah, I think that's the most admirable admirable uh thing about you thank you it's very nice of you to say yeah baby i appreciate that yeah i love you very much i love you very much it's very nice Mm -hmm. what i think my what is it my favorite thing about you my yeah your favorite thing about my favorite thing about maddie is that her drive all right people listen okay you know how difficult it is to just get up and just start doing something mm-hmm. it is so difficult and her relentless passion that drives her is incredible i mm. think i look i look up to that so much i admire so much about that because to just be able to just you know say i fuck it i'm gonna go do it right mm-hmm. then it's like you know we talked about like she's she's more of like that type and it takes so much courage to actually do that because then you're what is it you're the what do you what do you talk about like when you have self-doubts and stuff like that mm, right like limiting beliefs you're limiting beliefs right you're mm-hmm. like i'm gonna fucking do it but wait i don't have this i don't have exactly. this i don't have this i don't have she crushes those i have none of those limiting beliefs it's <laughs> insane and she's like well those are just your limiting beliefs and i'm just like well those are just your limiting beliefs. <laughs> she's like you can do it and i'm just like well and you know she, her ability to just I'm going to do it and then just does it with, you know, no one's going to stop her. And I, oh, I think that's incredible. So, Mm. you you know, ask me what my favorite thing about Maddie is. I think that's my favorite thing. Mm. Other than that, and she, she, she gives me, uh, (laughs) (coughs) yeah, Mm -hmm. she makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And I think she really understands how to get the best out of me. Um, I guess in a relationship wise where you know like I said I recognize that I want to be better for her and I want to be better myself mm-hmm. you know so yeah I think that yeah that's my favorite thing about you babe mm, thank you baby you're welcome you're making me blush are you blushing I can't tell I don't know okay yeah you're a little red thank you baby I love you I love you uh what's your favorite thing about our relationship and why uh, I think I kind of touched up on this earlier. Wait, do yeah. you want to go first? Uh, no, I go first. My turn. Yeah, you go first. So my favorite thing about our relationship, and like I feel like we have touched this, touch bases on this before, mm-hmm. is that he's breaking my microphone right I'm sorry, now. I'm, I'm fidgeting with stuff. I'm sorry. They I'm can probably sorry. hear that in the microphone too. Really? Yeah, like if you move the cord around, oh, they can hear it. I know, but I've just been letting you do your thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite thing about the relationship? Mm-hmm. We've touched a base on this. Yeah. Um, is that she could just fucking lets me be myself. Goodness, mm-hmm. you've no idea what a relief it is. And truly, I truly, truly, truly believe that you know. If I'm sure you guys have seen this, like they say, most relationships fail after three months because people can only pretend to be somebody else for that long. Yeah. Hello, that is 100 percent the truth. Yeah. If you're really to go get a girl, you got to like pretend to be freaking Jay Smooth. 
Hey, baby girl, what you doing? <laughs> you know, I like your. All right, just you know, knock it off. Stop. Right? She lets me be myself. Like I do weird voices. I sing in the shower. I just go, whoa. I just do all kinds of. We do weird shit. We're just weird together. And she lets me do all of it. And she loves it. And I am so fortunate that she loves it. Yeah. She matches my weird. She matches my crazy. Yeah. And I think that is my absolute favorite part of the relationship. Because we can have those serious talks where it's serious, serious. And then, you know, I think 90% of the time it's like. Yeah. We just have fun and it's she really does let me be who I am and I can be myself around her. I don't have to pretend. Yeah. I don't have to be a tough guy, you know. And I think that that was the best part about like being this is like touching on like way earlier, but like the best part about being friends first and then being in a relationship like girls, if you have a guy best friend, I'm telling you, I never would have dated someone like Henry. Guys, just, I made it out of the friend zone. You can, too exactly he was in the friend zone deep i would have never i would have never dated like that type i had a very specific type that i dated and girls if you have like a guy best friend that you are like oh my god i would never do anything with him i would never whatever like him romantically just take a hard look at it just like just just take a hard look at it because that might be the person that's sitting there waiting to treat you right and make all your dreams come true and give you a fairy tale ending and you're thinking like oh he's too goofy or he's weird or he's this or he's that and he's literally the guy of your dreams so um but touching back on um I just lost my train of thought again oh being being friends before the relationship most people they try to be someone that so that they can get the physical attention right like when you are talking to someone obviously the goal is to have sex and to get them to want to have sex with you you're usually trying to be a certain person you're trying to like be more this way or that way they say like oh i like girls with blonde hair and you go put blonde streaks in your hair oh i i like girls like this or you see like their ex-girlfriend used to wear clothes like this so you start trying to be that type of person so that you can get that reward we never had a reward so we were just weird as fuck (laughs) because it was never about trying to be someone so that we could whatever so I think there's so many benefits to not having the reward that like physical reward so that you can just be completely yourself because I know everyone says no like I'm just like so weird like we're just so weird and quirky together no I didn't even know I was this weird (laughs) like I actually had no idea that I was this weird until you made me weird. I don't know. I don't even know what that means because <laughs> I'm just myself. Yeah. What? Okay. What's my favorite thing about our relationship and why? Again, I feel like I've touched on this silliness, goofiness, but if I had to pick something, something else, I think my favorite thing about our relationship is, um, is festivals and music and our friends like the the um the life that we have set up for ourselves like the things that we are involved in the people we are involved with and like just the experiences that we've had through festivals friends and music and the music we share like it's uh yeah it's it's unexplainable I don't know I don't know how to really explain it but 
I, I always get stuck on this. I'm like, babe, how do I even explain like my festival experiences or how I feel about festivals? Because I just almost can't put it into words, but it's definitely the most important thing in my life is our friend group and the way that we invest in our uh, experiences. You know who you are. <laughs> a bunch of scoundrels. Yeah. Our friends are everything. So it's not yeah, not really our, my favorite thing about our relationship, but just kind of what we do together, I think. I thought you were going to say how comfortable we are together. Mm. No, it's too cheesy. I was trying to think of something different that we haven't really touched on. What do you mean it's too cheesy? You literally let me pee in front of you yeah. and poop. Yeah. We're very comfortable together. Very, very comfortable. I guess together. I already said that when I said I farted on you. Yeah. We do like... Yeah, I was trying to think of something different rather than just like, oh, we're comfortable together like oh just that we love each other so much that's fair that is fair yeah. our our friends are very important to us um yeah. it is it, it it's it's more just the way we've set up our life yeah they you know and just go back to the whole like energy matching thing they really do match us and gosh they really do care for us and i do mm -hmm. care for them as well mm -hmm. you know most of them mm -hmm. maybe not coda <laughs> he's not gonna listen to this if coda does listen to this i was just kidding i fucking love you coda if you're listening to this we hate you no, I'm just kidding. We love you. But we, I, I think it's just, um, yeah, when I, when I had to choose between like this life and these other friends that I wanted to have versus these friends and going to festivals and like some of the experiences that we've had at festivals and falling in love at festivals and different moments, it's just, I feel so grateful that I chose this, this life and the way that we live over anything else, 100%. So, last question. Oh, man. If you had to say, like, one... If you had to give a girl advice, that say, say there's a girl listening, she's in a relationship, and she's not being treated the way that she wants to be treated. And she's listening to this, and she's like, oh, my God, I want something more like that. I want to be treated right, et cetera, et cetera. What would you say to her? Oh, wow. Like, you know, have you talked to your significant other about how you wish to live life? Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a very blunt answer. If he is not receptive to what you're saying, you need to pack your shit and go. Mm -hmm. It's matching the effort levels like we talked about. If Maddie ever brought something to my attention where she said, hey, this is how I would like to do things. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I would love to work towards that. I'm Ugh. willing to work towards that. Mm -hmm. Let's find some common ground to where we can, you know, have that piece of, of, you know, how can I be better for you? Exactly. Just that. Mm -hmm. If that is not something that is the first words out of his, her mouth, mm -hmm. time to look at the whole relationship mm -hmm. in its entirety. It might be very difficult to hear. It might be very uncomfortable because, you know, who knows how long you've been in a relationship like that. But if you're not getting what you need personally out of a relationship, yeah, babe, help me out here. <laughs> if if you wanted to, he would. Right. If you wanted to, you would. And I honestly, once he said that, I was like, oh my God, I am changing my favorite thing about you. My favorite thing <laughs> is that when I bring something up that like I don't like or I want to change, he's he's ready to work on it. He's 100% there. He's like, okay. What, what should we do to solve it? What should we do to fix it? Like that. 
is unmatched. And if you have somebody that you like is not willing to to make those changes, like he said, you got to pack your pack your bags and go because you do deserve more and there is someone out there that is trust me. I dated someone that I thought literally I'm like this is who I'm going to marry. This is who I'm going to have children with. Of course it was just like one of those, you know, young, young, dumb, and in love type of thing, like right out of high school, thought that was it, thought there was no one else for me, I held on to that relationship for so long, because I thought there was nobody else, nobody else would be able to match this person, no one else would be good enough, no one else, like, I wouldn't have that kind of relationship with anyone else, and then came across this love story that you just heard uh, in this relationship. Hello. So, um, yeah, if, if you're not being treated the way you need to be treated, then pack your bags and go. And I mean, even if he says he's willing to work on it, there better be some action behind there. Yeah. There better be action behind the words. There better be intention. There better be, mm-hmm. you know, all these things. And it's not going to be, please be patient. For God's sakes, I'm not saying just quit everything right away and give up. Mm-hmm. But there has to be effort. I talk about effort so much because that's, you know, one of the things is that Maddie showed me that effort. And mm-hmm. as soon as she showed me, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put my seed in her. <laughs> I just, oh, God. <laughs> no, like, you know, she is someone that I could see myself with because she does give a damn and that she is willing to put that effort in, mm-hmm. you know. And if there is no effort, then they're, they're, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I love that. Very well said, baby. Thank you. Is there anything else that you want to say to my listeners and my audience that maybe not even about our relationship or anything, but just any any last words to close this out? Yeah, just uh, thanks for listening. Thanks so much for supporting Maddie and for, you know, listening to her journey and basically tuning in. And gosh, she has so much knowledge to offer. And it's so it's so it's so crazy. Um, to see her really continue to grow and make this really special community. And, you know, thank you for having me. I thought this was really fun. We mm-hmm. could have probably talked for another four hours. Absolutely. Um, just touching on everything, everything life basis, you know, so maybe yeah. we'll do it again on other, other topics. Yeah. But yeah, I just, thanks. Thanks you guys. I, I had a lot of fun. Mm. I have to pee. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you so much for doing this with me, baby. Of course, taking the time to be here and talk to my listeners. I know that they are going to love this and love just hearing more. Uh, Yeah, just again, like one of my intentions for 2021 was just get more transparent, more personal, share more of my life and everything with you guys. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this and enjoyed everything that Henry had to say, especially just about... um, just you deserve to be treated right and I feel so lucky and truly feel like I can brag here and say like I found that person and I feel so grateful every single day and all of you guys deserve exactly the same no matter what relationship you're in now how you're being treated how you've been treated in the past you deserve something like this love that I have so I hope that this Uh, gives you guys some insights and inspires you and again like Henry said I think that we 
should do this again. I'd be more than happy to do this again and dive deeper into some of the topics we talk about, even the question of like, how do we um, handle, what did you call them? Squabbles? If, if you they are called squabbles if you would like an episode on you know deeper into how we solve squabbles and what to do when you're in a squabble then let me know shoot me a dm we can do uh, more episodes deep diving and, and talking deeper into relationships but uh i think that's it for this one wrapping things up if you guys love this share it with a friend share it with a sibling share it with a co-worker share it uh on your instagram story you can tag both of us actually henry's instagram's low-key don't tag him just tag me and share with me what you loved about this what you got out of this any other questions you might you guys might have so when we do another episode we can share even more baby you're being so loud with the mic i'm sorry it's okay um and and yeah i love you guys so so much and thank you again baby i love you i love you very much thank you (laughs) and i hope you guys have an amazing week i'll catch you in the next episode bye peace and love baby (laughs) no yeah i made it